2: the Pyro Podcast, episode 17 of the 2015 regular season. This is show 210, and we are here once again on the night before New Year's Eve to drop the fantasy goo on you, to give you the knowledge, and uh, we're going to call this show, Why Is Your Championship in Week 17? Uh, you will go into that during the show, but you probably know why you shouldn't be doing this, so, uh, you know, we're just really fired up to talk through the games, uh, as usual, Houdini is gone, he's still dealing with some, uh, wedding plans across the way from me, I got stag party, dogmatic to my right, I'm D-Rex, we are pyromaniac.com, and, uh, Good times. The league, the season's over. Most of your leagues should be decided by now. If so be it, you are doing and rocking Week 17 okay. There's DFS, the final... Or not final. I guess they might do it during the playoffs. Uh, they do it during the playoffs, but tell me something, fellas.
0: Another reason added to why you should not be playing in Week 17, people apparently like to fire their head coaches now <laughs> to get a jump on the coaching search. Um and how bad is it? Like, how do you get fired on your off day? It's <laughs> uh, like that it's, scene from Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get fired when you don't work day?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it reminds me of uh, was it Rocky Three, when um, Mickey goes when he when he uh, has his heart attack and he can't be in the corner for Rock and he gets his ass kicked by Mr. T. Yeah, in their Clubber Lane. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what's gonna. I, I don't know if that's gonna happen in Philadelphia, but uh, without Chip Kelly there. Uh, I don't know. It's, It's very well they can get their ass kicked up and down. Terrible to have your championship in this week. There's just no reason for it whatsoever.
0: I mean, one of the fantasy darling teams, you know, doesn't have much to go for in the Washington Redskins. Yeah, you know, They could be sitting players. They don't even know if they're going to sit players. Yeah. Then there's guys, you know, Debs Bryant being held out. You know, Shot Jeffrey going on IR because you don't need him anymore and gotta, and so on and so forth. But now you're playing guys like, uh, guys I don't even want to talk about.
1: Yeah, that's, it's, it's very true. I mean, it's. It's been, I mean, because there's been so many injuries and so many surprises this year, the normal names haven't been the ones that have been doing it for you anyway. So I, I guess, you know, I, I'm sure D-Rex will tell you the story about his, his championship game last weekend and, and who won it for him. Uh, but that's kind of, that's basically what happened this year is the unknowns and the no-names and the guys out of nowhere kind of won it for you. Yeah, you had your, your your constants, but... Uh, that's few and far between. What football? was the
2: tweet you or uh, OC put out, I think, yesterday or two days ago? How many, 1,000, is it 18,000 yard wide receivers yep. versus 4,000 yard running backs? Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there'll, there'll be a couple more added to the running back ranks. There's a bunch of, there's four or five guys that are right in that range. But you know, what does that do? Does it make wide receiver more valuable or less? It's like everybody's talking about how there's going to be so many first-round wide receivers next year because there's all these guys that are just popping up and the Allen Robinsons of the world and then the Constance of the Julios, the Antonio Browns, uh, you know, potentially Dez again. He'll probably fall back a little bit. But there's all this kind of clump of guys. But it just makes the running backs even more valuable. you got to find one that's good, and you got to find a way to get a bunch of them yeah I i'm i we'll
2: talk we got a whole off season to talk about our strategy i'm all in on the early wide receivers it, it you know in general i would i was of the i got i went Le'Veon i went with the, the, the ap in these early ones and all honesty the whole season i was wishing i went with an antonio or a julio all season yeah. just it's just you know they're gonna play all games. There's just I don't know. I still it's changing for me. And there's so it's, many it's, shots in the dark at wide receiver that just come come around that are pickups. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's it, it just it's just uh, I, I feel like wide receiver cornerstone of your team is wide receivers is the way to go. At this the, the, even the two
1: guys you just mentioned there, Antonio and, and Julio, didn't even live up to exactly what they probably could have done this year. You had Big Ben out, you know, a few games in there. You're having a you know, try and work with a Vic or whatever. And, I mean, that kind of hurt his season a little bit. He doesn't have 10 touchdowns yet. Julio, same deal. He only has eight touchdowns on the season. And Matt Ryan has been uh, crap. They changed their offense, and it was supposed to work for him. I mean, he's got a ton of targets. He's got a ton of catches. And, uh, you know, obviously Antonio and Julio have put up the numbers. They're one and two in the rankings. But they didn't even live up to exactly what they could have done. Julio did because of his game on Sunday, though.
0: Yeah. Well, the, know, thing is, Championship
2: the thing is, the thing
0: is, these guys basically—they probably will finish one, two among wide receivers, but they're not going to have double digits and touchdowns. Yeah. And, and like everybody yeah, else, that's will. not
1: necessarily true. Okay, I, they could score. Well, I mean, you got Pittsburgh. I mean, you got Pittsburgh going up against the Browns, so it's entirely possible that Antonio gets his one, and then you got Julio going up against who was it—the Saints. Yeah, man, that's yeah. entirely possible. He goes for a couple in that one, so they could okay, both get double Okay, it's
0: entirely possible that they could finish one and two among wide receivers and not have double-digit touchdowns.
1: That's possible. <laughs> Last year, there were 21 receivers with thousand uh, yards and 11 with double-digit touchdowns. This year, we're on the cusp of. I mean, it, we should break that. It should end up either 21 or 22, maybe 23 receivers who end up with thousand uh, yards. And just about eleven or twelve again with double-digit touchdowns. So I, it seems like it's the way of the world nowadays. It's the way of the fantasy world. Receivers are the way to go. Well, and we'll talk about it all off-season, obviously. But it's a, it's kind of proven now that that's the way it rolls.
0: But then there's guys you can get late, like the guys you can get late. You get Jarvis Landry late. You can get DeAndre Hopkins after the fourth round. You get Allen Robinson after the fourth. Like these guys all blew up and they were drafted later. Like? But
2: what just guesstimation those three guys, Hopkins and Allen Robinson, next year, in my opinion, they're late second rounders.
0: First or second rounders, yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Okay. Yeah, they're solidly second rounders. I think
2: people that are still great next year that are grabbing uh, running backs in the first round.
3: Oh, those guys are facts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, we're gonna be going through these games, and to be honest, we're gonna be just talking and spit balling here and there because we don't want to talk about. We're sick and uh, of talking about the matchups for the upcoming week. And as you know, if you're a loyal listener and been listening to us for years now, and you've been through an off season or three or four with us, we love the off season because it gives us a chance really to go and do. Interesting conceptual and strategic, and giving you different uh, advice on how to really strategize and how to be a better fantasy football um, owner instead of just having to go under the construct of going through the matchups. So, uh, literally, as you know, we'll be doing the matchups and, and, and half of the show and a lot of kind of audit and review of the season throughout the playoffs. But then right after the Super Bowl, we're going to be getting it. Maybe we'll take a week off, but we're going to get, into, um, get right into strategy and do our off-season thing, get you prepared. It's a year-round deal if you want to be winning championships, and we'll get you going for the 2015 season, and that's going to be super dope. Well, if you're listening, uh, follow, and you want to follow us on the schedule, go to NFL.com, click on schedules, then you're going to go to... Week 17, a regular season, week 17, and uh, follow us from the top down. Obviously, we're, there's no Thursday night game this week, which is awesome, uh, and that's one of the reasons why we're doing this show on Wednesday.
0: What do you got? I would like to know... Through Twitter or Facebook or a Second Opinion, if anybody actually pulls up the NFL schedule page and follows <laughs> along with us,
2: that should have been one of our questions on our, <laughs> on, our uh, on our Pyro
0: Pro survey. Speaking of which, we've gotten some responses. The more we get, the merrier. Uh, yeah. So be sure to check out your dashboard. I think we'll repost that. So I pops.
2: reposted it again on um, the other day, on Saturday. So it pops so back
0: I'll, up to the top. So I'll and re, then,
2: I'll redo it again just so it's always there. But please fill out that survey. Uh, we, you know, it just really helps us make that product Pyro Pro, our premium content offering. May, we want to make it better. We think everyone. We had some great feedback. Everyone was really loving all the components, and we were wondering, do we just, do people read all these write-ups we're working so hard on every week? The answer is yes. So we're happy to know we haven't been wasting our time. Thank you. Um, but the other questions and all the feedback is great. So like Stag said, if you haven't responded to that questionnaire and you are a Pyro Pro, hook us up. And uh, check your PyroPro dashboard timeline, and you'll see a little graphic of a cool checkbox and our fist logo. And uh, join the party, pal. Come on. Fill out that survey, monkey. So, first game is Sunday, January 3rd. Wow, 2016 is upon us. And it's going to be the Jets at the Bills. Two New York teams battling it out. Uh, Let's start with the Jets side of things.
0: No, we got to talk about Rex Ryan first. That's the rule. Okay, like, fair enough. <laughs> no, it's, it's the ESPN. He, that's little. what he does. <laughs> it's the ESPN. No, we could talk about the Jets first. They're the better team. They're the one right on the cusp of the playoffs. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh pooped the bed last week and might have pooped themselves out of a playoff spot, unfortunately, because they were one of those teams that just looked like they could come in and light it up a little bit. But I like this Jets team just as much. They're one of those classic teams that have two receivers, not a tight end to speak of. And then, you know, one or two running backs, depending on how they <clears throat> plan on using them that week, uh, it's probably more of a Bilal Powell game yet again. Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't know. It's
1: yes and no. It, it, Powell has outtouched Ivory, I think, two of the last three games or three of the last four. So it wouldn't be a shock, but one thing that the Bills have actually done pretty decently is they've, uh, they've held running backs in check when it comes to receptions. And I know that that, uh, especially in a Week 17, that kind of stuff kind of goes out the window. Uh, but, I don't know, it's, it's, it'll be pretty even between those two. If they get down to the goal line, it'll st- it'll still be in an ivory show. The Bills have given it up to uh, running backs uh, of late, and pretty much all year, to be quite honest. They, their defense is, uh, well, the changes in the coordinator and, and, and the system and stuff has just not worked out. They had a dominant defense. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. But uh, the Jets have more to play for, yet... Rex Ryan, he wants to stop his old team. Uh, that, that's for sure. He wants them to not make the playoffs. He wants to uh, have another feather in his cap. Uh, you guys miss me, don't you? You know that sort of crap. That's the way he works. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that Brandon Marshall is a real story this year. You go into a season thinking the Jets, you think running team, and Ivory lived up to his billing for a while there. But wow, Marshall has been as advertised. The guy is just a Red zone stud, gets touchdown after touchdown, puts up a ton of points. And there's, I mean, there's nothing bad to say about Eric Decker. That guy's done things that uh, you would never, ever expect out of a second receiver.
0: Yeah, and speaking of Marshall, if he gets one more fantasy point, he's basically going to set his career high in fantasy points. And, you know, he's had some real good years. Uh, He's close to almost topping all his career highs, uh, which is something to say about this Jets team.
3: And.
2: Record-breaking season for him. First wide receiver in the history of the league to have six 100-yard uh, receiving seasons. That is pretty impressive. And uh, I agree with you, dog. I think when we do our off-season review, our, our IDP, kind of uh, getting prepared for the, the draft kit um, for next year, and we do our IDP uh, values, um, ROI values, I think there's just no question that uh, Marshall, for a guy that was even still drafted a little higher, you know, seventh eighth round, probably would be one of the high the best ADP values uh, around for this year. I would just agree. That's hook, hooked us up. I mean, every week you knew you were getting ten to twenty five points from that guy every week. I mean, it's
1: almost you can almost say the same of Fitzpatrick. Man, that guy has been amazing this year. Yeah. You know, Fitz Magic is just. So I mean, I don't want to say he's on fire because uh, he doesn't have gigantic games, but he's very consistent. He does have a giant game here and there, but man, working with a couple of guys like Marshall and, and Decker, not having a tight end to work with at all either. In a tough division, I, and kudos to the guy. It's very impressive. He's a top ten play this week for sure, and those two receivers are, are definitely right up there as well.
2: I know that, dude. <laughs> Well, think about this. How much the season could have changed if the one, if uh, the, the guy that's now on the Bills actually, the linebacker uh, hadn't knocked out Geno Smith and they had been experimenting with that and continuing to try and get him going the fact that he got injured and went down just gave uh, Fitzmagic the confidence from the very get-go that it was his team and he never looked back and that's that's what fantasy football in the NFL is all about is seizing that opportunity and uh, it doesn't come along often and sometimes you just gotta grab the bull by the horns and uh, and, and that's exactly what he did and you're right, he was available On the waiver wire in most leagues still In a ton of leagues, Fitzmagic You could have picked him up and he would have done A lot better for you than an Aaron Rodgers Would have done a lot better than Cam Newton The highest scoring player in fantasy football This year, Uh, it's a ballsy play But you look at Cousins also, guys like that Were just spot plays and streamers That came through big and I think It'll be really exciting for quarterbacks Next year because there are a ton Of quarterbacks that you
1: can Feel confident waiting and and Delaying to take them in next year's drafts Last uh, c- crazy stat, I guess, thing for for the Jets. Uh, there were five games that Marshall had eight or more receptions. There were two that Decker had eight or more receptions. The New York Jets' tight ends in total for 15 games, eight receptions. Unbelievable.
0: Total. And Jeff – Jeff Cumberland's actually had a pretty decent career in terms of receiving, and he's had some, like, 40 catch seasons. I'm not saying he was ever great, but they completely just phased him the fuck out. They're like,
3: oh, ah, yeah,
0: yeah. nope, nope, don't care. They probably <laughs> just
2: told him on the offseason, gain weight, work on your blocking, we don't we don't need to, we're not going to pretend like you're a receiver. then Jay Samara went down early in the season, right? Yeah. So that, that, what, he, what do you, yeah. Does that change? That was preseason. Preseason, yeah. Pre-season,
0: yeah. So that, it could be a little bit different. He's more of a checked-on Charlie type of guy, but we haven't seen him do anything at the NFL level yet to where I'm going to put my name anywhere close to Jay Samara.
1: No, uh, me neither. Not, not offense anymore, for sure. I mean, Cumberland, six receptions. Kellen Davis, two. Unbelievable. the <laughs> and only And the only, t- on, and the on. only <laughs> touchdown... Was by Calvin Davis. Oh, a Michigan State boy. Moving on. Moving that's over his, to that's
2: him. par for him. Remember that the Bears didn't every catch he made as a Bear wasn't a touchdown. He's 6'8".
1: He played basketball at Michigan State. That was actually his better sport uh, than it was at football. So it's it's not a surprise, you know, a six foot eight tight end who can <laughs> he sucks. Why
0: are we talking about this? <laughs> All right,
1: it's because well, it's because it's week seventeen. You shouldn't have your freaking championships.
0: All right, Buffalo Bills talk <laughs> gush about Gillisley. Let's go. All right, well,
2: guys, I want to first, on, on the air, thank you. I, I texted both of you the, the evening of, or maybe it was the next day, but I uh, just want to thank you and Houdini as well, and Pyromaniac Mo has helped me a lot and give me some advice, and just, you know, everyone putting in the write-ups that I read and uh, Valverde doing the news feeds. Thank you very much for all this, the, the knowledge you give me on this show on a weekly basis because when I'm taking down notes, sometimes it's edits but sometimes it's players and I'm like go up and I'll go and I'll put some waiver wire action and you know I'm paying attention to Houdini's pickup piece and uh, I ended up winning our oldest league. Dog and I are in it. I said the league forms of it started in 1988. So big. It's older than me. Yeah older yeah. than stag party this league. <laughs> A uh, big, big, big boon, and uh, we've talked about it on the show before. When, when, when you own a fantasy football site and you're deemed experts and gurus, mm-hmm. and you're in these leagues, it's like being the uh, seventy-two uh, win Bulls. The target is on your back. Everyone's coming for you. No one wants to concede it. And when you when you don't win, people are like, "Aren't you an expert?" How do you not win it every time and you're like, it just doesn't work that way? No. So, when you do win it, it is like this pressure that is so relieving and so gorgeous. I can't describe it. Monday night was one of the most stressful nights of my life. Went in up by 10. He had Demarius Thomas. I had no one. Ended up winning by 5. Championship. Again, thanks guys. Dogmatica, your rankings are ridiculous. Every every week we're all texting on the side and asking some questions here or there oh, that yeah. help our lineups offline. And you guys give great advice. And uh, the truth is that my move came kind of, I, I like Gillisley And uh, basically we allowed 12 pickups in this league that I just won because we used to, it used to be the pickup, wild, wild west, and everyone's going nuts. So we just a lot of people in our in the league do we just change it. So it's 12 total pickups all week. I had one left just so that we, if we had to make one last move in the, in the last game, we had it. And uh, Bryce Brown, my starting running back for Bryce Brown, Denard Robinson, and Tim Hightower all picked up within the previous 10 to 14 days. Uh, in the championship because all my studs had gone down and gotten injured, gone to the IR. But we just did not like what we saw out of Bryce Brown, obviously. You're no. reading that, you know, he actually got more opportunities this week, but we were like, oh, God, we're, this guy's going to lose it for us. Uh, no one really available. We saw the Gillisley play the week before when he busted the long one. You got LaShawn McCoy. I still couldn't really get myself to do it. And uh, long and short of it, we were talking, we were doing a text as a thread, and uh, Pyromaniac Mo, I believe, posted uh, a tweet that said, that so so and so that Gillislee was running in the pre pre-game warm-ups with the first team. So I was worried that Carlos Williams. The reason why I was, I was held back from doing this. We worried that Carlos Williams was gonna you know be the number one. Uh, amen. Saw that. Literally, it was 11:55. You know, some sites lock out like three five minutes early. Uh, Fuck those
0: sites I hate that dude
2: (laughs) CBS does it It's like five minutes before It's like no dude Give me till right when the game starts Right when the game starts So I'm like sitting there scrambling And finally I was like I'm putting in Gillis I'm putting in Gillis I'm doing it Literally by the skin On my balls Got him in the lineup Hallelujah. Ended up winning me the championship. If I hadn't put him in and put Bryce Brown in, I ended up losing by, what, 20 points? Well, Yeah. Because he strange. scored 25. Our, he, Gillis, they had 25 points. Yeah, in
1: our one league. Run, On basically. one run, On one run. I will tell you this. Love that guy. I he don't know Jersey. if it's, you think, Bryce Brown or, or blame Bryce Brown or, or have Bryce Brown have anything to do with it. It's Dez Bryant. Mm. You had Dez in there. You were going to run and shoot. And yeah. the fact that they... Called him out good and point. said, "Yeah, because I don't think Dez would have put up those points." Now with Kellen Morris. it's a it's good QB. point. I never thought about that because it was Dez. It was like a day before. Yeah,
2: Saturday they said Dez is out. I'm like, he pricks. Why didn't you, do, you know, do it a little bit earlier? So that's when we were we were nervous. So I don't know, man. And it and it was your just, Danny Woodhead had already passed by because he yes, had a Thursday yes, night game. So did. you I, were I, fucked I, at yeah, that point. Exactly, man. Exactly. Yeah. So guiltily
0: blood the backfield in fantasy points, but he didn't lead it in touches. Uh, still Carlos Williams. Uh, I think he had what? It's time? kind of
1: par for the course for Gilleslie, actually.
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> had Give me the ball
1: seven times, I'll win you the week. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. That's
0: fine. And Carlos Williams was still, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlos Williams had, what, nearly 100 total yards and a touchdown?
2: Yeah. Uh, he that just... Gilleslie touchdown, I thought that was a touchdown. They said his knee was at the one. Um, before you go into that, one question I've got, and this is, this is in regards to f- football, We've talked about McCoy a lot. Great player, but every time I watch him, which is plenty, he's getting banged up. Like almost every play, like goes to the sideline, he's like wincing. He just he just doesn't seem to have that football body or that, that threshold of pain. He's like the Derrick Rose or something of the NFL. Um, could they get rid of him? When you see what you got in Gillisley, could they get rid of him and try and trade him or drop him outright just because he's so
1: expensive? Not because of Gillisley, maybe because of Carlos Williams. But but
2: because of Carlos Williams,
1: but Gillisley as well, Beck. You know what? This is the one two punch. We don't have to hear this guy complaining all season. I'll, I'll tell you one reason why they would maybe do it. I don't think they will. First of all, he is extremely talented. When I watch him run, he does have moves that. Most every other running back in the entire league does not have Barry Sanders-esque. Yeah, it is Barry Sanders-esque. But he can't avoid that big hit, and he does get hurt rather easily. That's a problem. But here's the thing. Running backs are changing in this league, very much so. And it's getting to the point where if you can find a couple of guys, such as your Carlos Williams and your Mike Gillisley, and have them be paid a lot less, Why would you carry a running back that's costing you that much money when you could put it towards something else, such as your offensive line or your defensive line? uh, Things that are much more important nowadays than you would think. I mean, look at what's happened with, uh, I mean, like a Stafford or or an Aaron Rodgers or whatever. I mean, there's other blames involved as well, but offensive lines make a huge difference in this league nowadays. And to be able to spend money on that instead of on a big-name running back like that it wouldn't be such a bad idea. Will they get rid of him? No, because he is a talent and a half, and you're not going to find somebody like a McCoy just anywhere. Uh, but after what Carlos Williams showed this year, hell, uh, who knows? I don't know. What were what you going to say on it?
0: Basically, it just can't happen. It's not feasible for today's NFL with the contract he signed last year, yeah. the second they brought him over, because he's got so much guaranteed money 26.5 million in a in a what four five year contract yeah, the, de- the, amount, of re- dead the amount of dead money was this year That, that was this before fall. this season started yeah, yeah, before yeah, the season so started yeah he signed a five year deal 40 million dollars 26 and a half of that's guaranteed so they probably paid out what uh 13 million dollar signing bonus uh yeah, there's so much dead money left in this contract that they can't at yeah, least can't,
2: for yeah. another year or two.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, that's flat out true. For, well, what do you, you got to say about uh about the about the bills and fantasy other than uh the I,
0: I like Carlos Williams a lot. I like the things he shows. Uh, you know, Sean McCoy's pretty much already been listed as doubtful for the week, so let's just go ahead and write him off. Why are you gonna play him in a week 17 game? Uh, you know, they were able to run against the Jets' tough run defense the last time they played. Uh Carlos Williams scored on a long, you know, touchdown playing like slot receiver uh in that Thursday night game. Um so I, I like both of these running backs against the Jets. The Jets are more susceptible to that speed around the edge type guy rather than the hammer up the middle. But Carlos Williams is still the goal line back. He showed that last week, pilfering or vulturing or whatever you want to call it, a touchdown. But let's talk about Sammy Watkins, who's been the, you know, one of the most exciting players. Well, actually, yeah, but
1: before you get to Sammy Watkins, because he's definitely worth uh, putting some talk into, the Jets were going through a lull right then. At that point in the season, they were giving up way too much to every position. Plus, it was a Thursday night game where they didn't have enough time to prepare, and they were playing some guys that were hurt. So the fact that they actually ran well against them that week wasn't that much of a surprise, and... Uh, I don't think it was the norm either. They've been kicking ass lately. Again, it's getting to the point where they're just, I mean, they're shutting everything down at this point. They haven't given up a a rushing touchdown uh, since week three, (laughs) and they gave up a receiving touchdown to James White last week, but only one player has gone double digit uh, fantasy points on them since week 11. And that's uh, and that was uh, Darren McFadden, who happened to break off a really nice run a couple a uh, couple of weeks ago that ended up giving him 100 yards. Um, if you remember, he had a, a I don't know, it's one really nice 50, 60 yard run, which added to everything. The others were like 15 for 35 yards. But uh, it, they've been kicking ass lately, and I don't want to say that either of those Bills runners are going to be RB ones for you this week. Does Carlos William have a chance to be a good RB two for you? Sure, but I wouldn't depend on him kicking you know the world's ass for you in this uh, this week. The Jets are playing some stellar Rushdie again, so that's that's my two cents on that. On to Watkins.
0: Oh, Sammy Watkins, he's been lighting it up. Had a quietish game uh, in which he really wasn't that effective. It was sort of a tough. Dallas is sort of an underrated pass defense. All of a sudden, all around defense. Yeah, they just seem to keep getting it going, and then they're kind of mucking it up on offense. So they got time and possession, and then these all—they're just ugly, ugly games that nobody wants to watch. <laughs> and fantasy football owners don't want to be a part of. But you know, Sammy Watkins should be able to do a little bit more this week. They've got—you know—he's going to get the Revis treatment, but I, since the last time they played the Jets, he's been on an absolute tear. Uh, they've been getting him the ball deep. And let's remember, even though last time Revis was on him, he did make some plays that were just some overthrows and a little bit of miscommunication that hasn't really been present the last couple weeks. I wouldn't depend on Sammy Watkins to be that wide receiver one blow-up guy that he's sort of been, but I still like him. I just like Sammy Watkins. And the question is, we've got to bet, you know, will Sammy Watkins be a top 15 receiver this season? And he's right at number 16. There's, you know, in standard leagues, it, it could happen, it could not. And somebody's going w- to win w- some money off of it. Do you
2: know if you have it pulled up in front of you? Yeah. Well, who was on the side of the Watkins and who Houdini
0: was Houdini was definitely on the side of Watkins, and you two said no chance he was a top 15 receiver. Yeah.
1: Oh, I don't want to lose a lot of money when we go Well, luckily, we got, uh, we got Revis Guardian. The, only the, the detriment today is the fact that he has 911 yards. My guess is that Rex will try and get him his his 1,000, uh, considering Buffalo's not playing for anything. He also has nine touchdowns. Might be going for him in the red zone as well to get him that double-digit touchdown. <laughs> so, I mean, we got one thing to play for us, one thing to play against us. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple of guys that are right behind him, too, that could sneak up over him. You got uh, Macklin right behind him, Emmanuel Sanders right behind cool. him, Amari Cooper right behind him. John Brown right behind him. So those are guys that could overtake him. So Sanders for, had a shite game, and what's it? He got banged up. Yeah, I, I, I mean he'll he'll end up being fine. And Denver need Denver wants the game, so I, I think they'll be fine. Then they're playing. Uh, who's Denver playing? They're playing San Diego. San Diego, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well,
2: I don't that's know. I'll mash-ups. tell you one There's thing. A if a he gets that thousand up. yards and gets that touchdown, and I end up losing money there, you dick. <laughs> I love the TV version when you see this one of the best movies to see on TV because they're just dubbing over it so much. It's oh my like, god! And it's like you, the nerd
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> It is. It is one of the greatest movies to watch. I like TNT or something. Next game. All right, Patriots at Dolphins.
0: Oh, wow. what Do you got.
1: Let's start. Our, it Charles up. Clay was put out for the year. Is uh, was put on IR. So don't worry about the tight end position. there why
2: yep. of who they need to put out to the to the to the range uh, and shoot is Grimes' wife. You hear <laughs> <laughs> you hear about her latest thing? After seeing pictures of her getting arrested middle of the season where she's like on her face like they're about to pepper spray her. This is Grimes cornerback's wife who's got the biggest friggin' mouth. She's on social media this week she goes, I always knew our quarterback was shit. I always knew when we signed here talking about Tannehill. On Twitter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> talk about jeez, that is they flat out jealousy. They uh, they said
2: well, they, they said that they brought her in. The team has brought her and Grimes in in six different occasions to talk about social media. Her act, she got arrested at the game earlier this season. She was going that, nuts that, after a loss, and she was arrested, like caught on. It went viral, and they they're just like woman. Shut your mouth. So this, this girl, I knew our quarterback was shit. God. Love it. Go on with the game. Holy cow.
0: Patriots, start her off. Start Tom Brady. I'm getting a Valverde. Start Rob Gronkowski. And that's probably about it. Maybe James White. James White's kind of been the guy here over the last couple of weeks. He just seems to keep catching, you know, uh touchdown passes, gets a little bit here and there. Steven Jackson made an appearance. So that allowed them to, what, uh, you know, cut Joey Iacefa and then re-sign him to the practice squad. Brandon Bolden, you know, hasn't really done much here as the running back. So it's like the James White, Gronkowski, Tom Brady show with the receivers sort of being shitty. Edelman out? Well, they, here's, here's what you do.
1: You're, you're going to have to, what, because they want to get these guys revved up for the playoffs.
0: I don't think they care. Uh, yeah, no, those guys do. Just, I mean, How, you know, how are, are you going to throw they're... these guys out here? Without like right tackle Sebastian Vollmer and without you know all these other guys that they don't have, just 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 chill out a little bit. They'll play a little bit and then they'll probably be gone. I don't really trust them. Keyshawn
1: Martin. They are going for a whole. Yeah, Keyshawn Martin's actually a decent player, but they are going for home field throughout the playoffs though. So I mean, they do want to win the game, and it is against a longtime rival that they usually do pretty well against. Um, uh, you know, being the Dolphins and all. If they lose and Denver wins, Denver gets home field, right? Yeah. So
2: it's a it, I, I can see, that doesn't mean that Ellen's going to play. But if Brady's in there and Gronk's in there, they got to put their best foot forward because they know how much they need that time to sit and,
1: and, and don't rest be, these don't guys I be shocked to see Steven Jackson taking a lot of reps in this one. I, I agree. mean, they let IO, uh, go, uh, Brandon Bolden. And then
0: resided him to the practice squad. Yeah,
1: the practice squad. But I mean, he's not going to be called up for this game. Uh, but I think they want to see what Steven Jackson has to see if he can actually do something for them in the playoffs. I don't know if they want to just sit there and depend on, you know, James White and Brandon Bolden as they're starting, you know, backfield. So wouldn't shock me if they let Steven Jackson loose a little bit see what he's got. And Miami's got a real bad rush D, So
0: Miami's just bad.
1: They are. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> they're just bad. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, if you, if you want to take a chance on something, Steven Jackson isn't a bad chance to take. He didn't look good. Last week, I'll tell you that. I mean, he had like seven rushes for 15 yards, and I think he was lucky to get those 15 yards. To be quite honest, he looked pretty bad. But I mean, that was—I mean—that's a one-game warm-up. They let go of the other big back. I think maybe they want to try and see what he's got running into the playoffs. Who knows? Well, they did, didn't that—that
2: that similar to what they did two years ago, correct? With uh, or maybe it was Jones? No, with a uh, couple years ago. I guess it was more than that with Blunt. He came in right at the end, and, and I guess that was last year, but he had already played with them. Never mind. Excuse me.
1: <laughs> they do, I supposedly, I've heard that, I mean, they do want Steven Jackson to take on them, look at their blunt role, but I don't know, that's, that's, uh, there's a lot of coach, a lot of, who fucking knows with the Patriots?
0: It's the Patriots. <laughs> it's the Patriots. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins, and by that, I mean talk about Ryan Tannehill just throwing the ball to Jarvis Landry, and that's about it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, pretty much. He had a sick, he had a sick
1: one-handed grab the other day. That was yeah, cool. there you know, I mean, there was. I thought that maybe they would try and get Lamar Miller the ball a little bit more so he can get his thousand yards, but now he's so far behind, there's no chance of it. Um, and I, you're not going to do much against the Patriots' rush D anyway. They're they're pretty stout in the middle there. Uh, I, I don't see them doing much of anything. Miller's, cons- Miller's consistency is, is worrisome for
2: fantasy owners. There's just peaks and valleys. Well, know, well,
1: night. He, well, when he leaves the Dolphins, it's going to be a big, hot item in the offseason, seeing where he goes.
0: Is he's he a leaving talented. this year? Is, is yeah, this, he's an unrestricted yeah. free agent, so, unless they franchise him, which they never seem to do for running backs. No. Uh, yeah, I think he's one of the more likely candidates to walk, even though he's sort of a Miami guy. Uh, I guess it will depend who they bring in. You know, maybe Chip Kelly?
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's a possibility.
0: But, yeah. Yeah,
2: Miller's got a friggin' University of Miami tattoo on the inside of his bicep. Guy wants to stay in Miami.
0: I mean, Lamar Miller was good again. He he wasn't effective running the ball, but he scored a touchdown. And, you know, for standard league owners, you know, good and caught five passes. So, his numbers have just been there all season, but they haven't been feeding him. And you, you're going to look at it and you would be like, how did Lamar Miller finish as a top six running back? You'll be like, how the fuck did that happen?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a plain and simple. Streeties. We'll get into it next week. The amount of injuries is just astounding. He's going to end up a top six running back without getting maybe 850 rushing yards. That's insane. That's
2: awesome. Let me give a quick pyro promo. If you go to our site, pyromaniac.com, you'll see that we have a Founders Brewing logo at the top, and uh, we we want you guys to click that and pick up uh, Founders. There's a map of how to get... Uh, founders beer at either a store or a bar near you uh, you put in your zip code so check that out founders is a uh, being really cool and and supporting the pyro movement and uh we're working on a couple cool things that'll get us hopefully deeper into the micro brew and beer kind of scene uh, this off season but founders brewing uh i'm drinking personally i'm drinking an all-day ipa today um it's kind of what I've been drinking lately because it's got that great taste and it's got the good uh, hoppy flavor without the heavy alcohol. Um, you know, it's basically a lot It's a lot lighter of a beer. I think it's a 4.3. It's just a, right around what a Budweiser is. But uh, I'll read you guys uh, just a little bit of a, a write-up on what they talk about with the uh, Session Ale All Day IPA. The beer you've been waiting for keeps your taste satisfied while keeping your senses sharp. An all-day IPA naturally brewed with a complex array of malts, grains, and hops. Balanced for optimal aroma, aromatics and a clean finish, the perfect reward for an honest day's work and the ultimate companion to celebrate life's simple pleasures. There you go, fellas. That's the goods.
1: And speaking of which...
2: Fair. day Alright, we got anything to say on this game? Nope. Okay, Saints at Falcons... Shoot out! Shoot, Ski.
0: Here's the, uh, the DFS matchup of the week. Um, if you want to play guys in a high o- over under, this is the game to look for. I think this has the highest of the week. Let's see. Julio, you probably got to play against the Saints. Just a theory. Uh, ben Watson, depending on his health, you probably got to play You know, going up against the Falcons. Uh, let's see, Brandon Cooks against Atlanta, even though it looks like a tough matchup. They held him down earlier in the season to just 41 yards. Yeah, you probably still want to start him. You probably want to start both the quarterbacks somehow. Uh, you want to start Tim Hightower. Do you want to start Devonta Freeman. Like I, I, You don't want to start, let's see, Jacob Taylor Roddy White, and like Marcus Colston and Brandon Coleman? Uh,
1: you know what? <laughs> even <laughs> even then, I wouldn't say don't start him. Roddy White had his best game of the year arguably, Oregon. yeah. And if this is his you know, final hurrah, they may be trying to actually go to him a little bit more. That's one of the other things that you got to think about in these last games. We'll get into it in the next game, in the, in the uh, Detroit Bears game. Uh, but, I, I mean, if it's these guys' last games, you know the coaches. And if they're going to try and get these veterans the ball, Roddy White might get a few extra passes that he wouldn't normally get. Or, uh, I mean, the Saints are terrible against tight ends. It's possible Tammy gets a few more passes his way as well. Uh, But he's been kind of shit ever since, like, week three. But, uh, I mean, in general, all the guys that you said to start, yes. All the guys that you said don't start are iffy. They're
2: dart throws.
0: They're dart throws. They're dart throws. (laughs) (laughs) Is
2: is, um, Roddy hanging it
1: up, or he still wants to play somewhere else? Um, You know what? I haven't heard I haven't heard what he said on that. Everything he said throughout the year, though, he's still seems like he still wants to play. I haven't heard him say this is my final hurrah at all. But, uh, I don't know, it kind of depends on which direction the Falcons want to go in general. So, I, I, I don't know if he's... Uh, is he signed for next year? Yeah, he's,
0: he's got a couple of years left here. I think he signed a four-year extension oh, in that's right. 2004. Yeah. That looks like pissing your money away, but hey.
2: 2014? Yep. Yeah. So, um, just a
0: couple of years ago, he's probably in year three or four of that deal. Uh I, Lifetime
2: Achievement Award contract. Yeah. I, Pretty much.
0: I, if he wants to be back, he'll probably be back, but I think they're going to openly go out and try to replace him.
2: Yeah, agreed. I think uh, I'm with you. I know two things about this game. One, it's going to be a shootout. The second is it's going to be played in a dome. Let's move on to the next one. Done. Lions are going to be uh, here at uh, Soldier Field.
0: Can you get these tickets for free yet?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you, you'll yeah. be able to go to that stadium and... Get them for free, <laughs> pretty much. You're not even. You know how sometimes you see the guys walking around the ticket scalpers that are asking you if you've got tickets so that they can buy them up for cheap and then sell them more. They're not going to be there this week. They're like, you, you might There's even no make money. a
1: buck or two. Yeah, see, I only take these if you buy me a couple beers too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh To be honest, uh, I guess I'm a little busy on Sunday, but I wouldn't mind going to the game if it's so cheap. Why not? Bring a bring a hundred bucks in cash in your pocket, and between if you can get a ticket for fifty and spend that other fifty bucks on beers, that's a fun Sunday. Let me know if you guys are interested. It is interesting. Very right. interesting. We'll be able to go I, to that game for cheap and have a good time. I'm
3: still
0: gonna be hungover from tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Jesus, uh... what do you got planned for tomorrow?
0: I'm just gonna go to a friend's house, but then I've actually had some of the nights and days of my life on the first of the year. Oh, that's. The, the first, first of the year is so, so much better than the thirty-first. Day drinking, like day no drinking, going all so day bowl games. starting. No, I'm not do that too. Starting Let's right here. at noon. You got I, what? You got Ohio State and Notre Dame at noon. Oh, I'm gonna be lit up. That was yeah. what.
2: That is one of the best. The best. One of the best New Years I ever had. We I was kind of. We were t- t- tepid on on the at the nighttime, and then did that day drinking at about noon uh, at like whatever bar just had a time. And across.
0: then all the like bartenders are pretty much off. Like yeah, from oh. the night before, they all worked. They they all got a bunch of money from the night before, and they they just want. This is their New Year's. They want to get weird. Yeah. Best day.
2: Stags, dollar bills, are you up on the table like, hey,
0: honey! Mm. Hey, shake it if you got it.
2: Stag, we don't call you Stag Party for nothing. <laughs> That's a fact, baby. All right, so the Lions, uh, what's going to happen um,
1: on their side of the ball? Uh, I mean, as I was saying, I mean, this is a game where it could be, uh, you know, a couple of the respective franchises, great. Maybe their last game as a Lion and a Bear. You got Calvin Johnson on one side. Nobody knows the exact situation there. Uh, I mean... It's likely he, I don't want to say likely, it's more, I mean, it's over 50-50 that he comes back to Detroit, so that one isn't uh, so much as in play as the Matt Forte coming back to the Bears or not, which looks like that's pretty much dead in the water. There's almost no chance of that happening. But it, was, so it wouldn't shock me if, you know, because neither team has anything to play for, maybe they throw the ball to Megatron a little bit more than normal. Maybe they give the ball to Matt Forte a little bit more than normal. Um, I could definitely see that happening on both sides of the ball uh the bears defense has been in collapse you know over the last month or so the lions should be able to, to you know to work their way down the field pretty much at will if they want the only thing holding them back is the fact that it's in chicago on a you know kind of crappy field a little bit so it won't be a speed game so i don't know if i mean i still expect Abdul to get the lion share Uh, Oh,
0: I I see what you did there. (laughs) That's That's been like, whenever I've had to write about the lions, that's been my goal every time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That little tag in there. there.
1: Absolutely. Well done. I well, I think they want to see what Abdullah has to see if they can get him rolling for next year if he's going to be their starter. So it wouldn't shock me if he got uh, a ton of touches as well.
0: And a couple of fumbles, probably. And, yeah, <laughs> probably.
2: I was hoping for that in DFS last week, thinking that he was going to be a smart little uh, mm-hmm. low-money play, and he, he he didn't he didn't come through too, but too well for me. Yeah, the Lions coaching staff isn't told that. Uh,
0: you don't talk about Jim Bob Cooter like that. <laughs>
3: Jim, Jim Caldwell. Kind of love,
2: love the ghost and headlights on the sideline look that you always get out Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. All right, yeah. let's go to the Bears' side. Um, personally, I think Calvin Johnson, I would say, doesn't take a pay cut, kind of forces their hand, and uh, I think he wants to go to a winner. And their window. They had a window for about the last six years of becoming something. It just never never came never came to fruition. I think he wants to close out his career, even though, even if he's more of a second fiddle. and or Maybe not a second fiddle, but not the only component on a winning team. And you know if they cut him, he'll be able to sign wherever he wants. Well, he's man. got enough money. This is a guy that's sitting on over... Yeah, 120 million in, in contract money since he signed. The, I
1: mean, the the problem with the whole situation there is the money, though. I mean, he the, the amount of dead money there would be there. Uh, I don't think they can just next year's cut next like,
0: year's cap hit is 24 million dollars, but half of that is dead money already. So they'd save 12 million by cutting them. <laughs> Yeah. But then, same thing, million.
2: same thing next year. No one will ever get... No I mean, it's, possi- that it's possible
0: the year after this, as he has a cap at a 21 and only a dead cap of like 5 mil. I think they they, 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 there's one more year left in this relationship, and then after that we'll sort of see where it goes. I think they love Calvin. I think they have everything he's ever done. He's the most marketable player on their team. For sure. And in a Detroit market, that matters more than anything.
2: True. It's true. Uh, and after so many mistakes by Millen, and we'll move on to the next game, uh a wide receiver and drafting so many high, high wide receivers and this guy actually panning off, they want to hold on to him until the last friggin' catch that he can catch. Or but not they, they're not gonna let him, or not catch. Let him they're not gonna <laughs> let him get away. Um yeah, or not catch. Let's go to
1: uh Chicago.
2: Repeat. Oh yeah, yeah, let's go to Chicago. I
1: wanted to bounce over those uh, guys. Like I said, I, I do think it's gonna be a forte game. I think they're just gonna you know, especially for the home crowd, they're, they're going to let him go out in style, give him a 20 plus carry game, get him a bunch of catches. Uh, and I think they know that Langford's their guy next year, and I think they're pretty confident in having Kadim Carey as his backup next year. Uh, that, that I guy's mean, you
2: motherfucking vulture. That guy's nuts. What <laughs> you think? Well, yeah. he
1: plays nuts, dude. He's out there. He's just a madman. I love him. He is a bit of a madman out there. I mean,. Uh, when you got Forte and Langford ahead of you, you were drafted earlier than Forte. The year, you know, wasn't he? I mean, was he? Langford was a fourth rounder. Oh no, Terry was a fifth rounder. Maybe, whatever the case is, he thought that he was there. Apparent, then they go out and get Langford. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder, you know. So he's, he's loving getting those touchdowns. But I think Forte goes out in a blaze of glory. They, they give him what he can get. Uh, Elshon Jeffrey got put on IR, so don't expect anything there. Obviously, uh, Eddie Royal's been. A Are we re-signing that Punk? Honestly, probably. Oh, he's such a puss. Probably, yeah. But uh, the we don't have Ludi here to right. say tissue, tissue, soft tissue, soft injury. tissue injury. I don't know who's gonna take. I mean, for the money, I don't know what he's gonna get out there. It'll be interesting
3: with him. He'll get
0: fifty. With all, that, with all the injuries that he's maybe he's sixty. Doing? <laughs> yeah, maybe five I'm for sixty. Knows. You don't think somebody's gonna give him twelve million dollars? Yeah, well, it's not. easy.
2: It's, it's t- gonna it's gonna be money thrown down the drain. I
0: got like, Do you know how much twelve million dollars is in the scope of the NFL? It's nothing. Nothing, absolutely. <laughs> it's nothing. That's nothing. true. You gotta remember, like, he's a tier below Dez and Julio and all those guys. What they get? Eighty four. Yeah. 80, 80 to eighty four. Yeah. You give him sixty, you get, you know, seventy five to eighty percent of the production, and you're happy. He's a true number one receiver, but not a top ten receiver in the league.
1: Seventy-five percent of the playing time too. I mean, with the amount of injuries that, <laughs> that guy keeps getting, yeah. I don't know if that ends up being worth it. So, uh, with whereas, no
0: weapons, is Jay Cutler decent? No, <laughs> no. no, no. Run, yeah, he run had, game and nothing. That's what they did last week. Pure ball control offense.
1: Yeah, uh, he was. Yeah, he wasn't doing much of anything last week. I don't expect him to have a great game this one. This one either. Not. There's just nobody to throw to anymore. So, uh, like I said, I think it's a forte game. The game doesn't matter to either team, so to, like I said, just give it to the guys that uh, you know the home fans want to see. And the last thing are you people on dope. All right, last uh, thing on the game. Um, I, I do like a Zach Miller uh, Miller in this game. Obviously, he, he's he's going to get a bunch of targets. There's nobody else to throw to, and Detroit's really bad against tight ends. Eric Ebron, I guess, is it would be a, a, a dart throw for you if you're I don't know whatever. Don't even think about that. If you, like, if you
2: like darts,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, big story. Obviously, Eagles at the Giants is a huge rivalry. Big story came out was that yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, Chip Kelly getting canned. Uh, we're gonna have what's that? What's the guy's? Uh, Sherman? Shermer? Pat Shermer? Pat, yep. Pat Shermer. Call uh, holding. In. I'll just say one quick thing on it. And I read a good article about. It. I think. Um, I think it's the right move, but I also think. He played it wrong, I think whenever these coaches go in and really overhaul and get rid of a lot of talent and make everyone fit into their scheme and, and, and whatnot, we saw it in the Bears with uh, Martz, and we have seen it here where you get, get rid of a lot of talent. It it really turns off the locker room, it turns off the fan base. You got the owner who's sitting there and puts all the belief in into into the guys and, and his his the ability to be a GM or whatnot and when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work, and it's one of those things that it leaves a stain, it leaves a skid mark, let's call it, yeah. for years it on the franchise. It had, or a chip th- in the tooth. Or a chip in the tooth. F- chip in the armor. A chip in the armor. Whatever you want to say. I'll tell you right now, I would love to have Greg Olson as our tight end still. Instead, that putz Martz didn't, Greg Didn't fit Wal- doesn't system. fit in our system. Looks like he's fitting pretty well with Cam Newton. Could you imagine how much better we would be? And he's just a likable, great guy. He's one of the, the Walter Payton Award uh, nominees for the team. D-Rag with the third
0: leg. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gee, he's a um, oh, You know when when a coach goes above himself when he do, when he doesn't realize that he's not ready to. Take control of personnel moves in the team; it just becomes a disaster. You got to put in your dues to be able to demand something like that. Uh, it, it takes a while in the NFL to learn the ins and outs enough to be able to make calls on personnel. He thought they, he thought he was better than he was, and for some reason they decided that okay, maybe you're right. Let's just give you all the controls and, and see what you can do. It was just a terrible move. He never called around. himself the GM.
2: He wouldn't say I'm not. He never. He was handed that role, but it's kind of a. It kind of shows you the kind of guy. It's yeah, a little passive aggressive.
1: For sure. It's sort of like, oh,
2: I'm not. I'm not the GM. I'm just a head coach and doing all this stuff. Never. And but you want all that power, but you won't really own up to
0: it. Yeah. Here's the thing, in the NFL, players are bigger than coaches. Yeah. For at least, you know, ten seasons, and then, you know, after a decade, you start to have your own sort of aura, your own mantra, your Bill Belichick esk besides that players are always going to be bigger than you your holmgren your Paul, your
1: parcells your andy uh, Reid. that right takes that, them you know? that takes them like yeah. a decade yeah, yeah exactly that,
0: so after a decade then you can do whatever that kind of shit you want before that you can't go jettison the best players on your damn team or else you're gonna fail and we sort of saw that
1: <laughs> no we saw it clear as day that was uh that was a losing hand to start with. It's
2: a passing attack, and the wide receivers I mean, is, the thing is that they put together there is troublesome and yeah. got rid if of this, a lot of good ones.
0: If this team still has Jeremy Macklin and then made all the other changes they made, I think they're fine.
3: <laughs> I think uh, they
0: win 10 games. <laughs> actually, I, I don't know about that. I mean, They also went out and did the wrong thing with the running back situation. They needed the. If speed they just if they, they just signed Ryan Matthews and not Demarco Murray and gave that money to Jeremy Macklin. I wouldn't even
1: call Ryan Matthews the best East West runner. I mean, it's a North South offense, and you I mean, it's an East West offense, and he got a North South runner. It just didn't work that way. You can't put Demarco Murray in a system that doesn't work and expect him to do what he did on the Cowboys. I mean, look, Derek McFadden's about to have a thousand yard season. For, for Dallas because of the system that they're in. It's not because Darren McFadden is that studly of a running back. That system and that offensive line makes it work. Going and getting DeMarco Roy just because he had an outstanding season doesn't make him automatically going to be an awesome runner in your system. It makes a huge difference. That I'm not disagreeing
0: runners. with it, but Ryan Matthews is good in this type of system. Like, he works better,
1: better than a Matthew, than a Murray for sure. But he's
2: the same kind of situation like uh, Alshon, right? he's banged up all the time. He cannot get a, a full season of running. Uh, that I won't
3: disagree with.
2: That let's yeah. talk. That, let's, ask his
0: collarbones.
2: <laughs> let's talk about um, yeah. you know quickly. Let's talk about Ertz. Holy crap! Seventeen targets. What thirteen catches? Over a hundred yards. Touchdown. And there was uh, he no looked. No Toddy, but he got he was so open on that one broken down coverage. You guys see that player that yeah, oh my god, Bradford missed him and it was like just Terrible. the most open play you could tell Ertz was pissed. That would have that would have probably brought him, I think, to a, a two hundred yard game. And um, anyway, that's uh he's he's he kinda does this every year. I was high on Ertz in the offseason. I drafted him in one league uh, before I drafted er, uh, Eifert. Um, but I was high on him, and then he just really took a poo all over a lot of teams for me. Yeah. But now he's doing great, and I'm um, fool's gold. I'm back on board for this offseason.
0: Well, the thing is, he owns he Washington left. in December. <laughs> His last two yeah. games, he has 25 catches, or 27 catches for, like...
1: On 34 targets? targets. Or, just, or 30, yeah. Some yeah, 100. he just
0: owns them in December. That's it. Franchise record and receptions the last time they played only got 13 this time. Yeah. Like, you can just, you know, sort of write that one in, you know, in December. If they put in a, yeah you know, th- this is the talk now is Adam Gase going to Philadelphia because they want a quarterback Ruru. yeah If they put in a tight end friendly system, well, I love Zachers. Absolutely. And then Jordan Matthews probably gonna play an outside receiver role because he's fucking 6'2 and 215 pounds and he could do that.
1: We listen, this is going to be a, a big topic of conversation in the offseason, but you cannot underestimate how important it is having a system in place for years and players playing with it. You bring a new system in any and every time, Six it games. seems like everything breaks down. Six games, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I I'm really interested in what they're going to do with Bradford in the offseason because it's basically been Chip Kelly the whole time saying, yeah, I want to resign. I want that we got this guy and we want him It's because there was years.
0: nobody else to say it. <laughs> it's true,
1: but now, I mean, now with Chip Kelly gone, what are they going to do? I mean, do they really want Bradford? I mean, is, see the guy what that else they want? you really? got?
0: You, if you start, like Bradford is an average quarterback because look at the scope of the NFL nowadays. You got guys like Helen Moore and Josh Freeman being started off the streets to start games. Yeah. So if you have a chance to get Bradford for 14 games, you got to do it. Unless you're rolling out Mark Sanchez again next season. Because remaking the quarterback position is never easy. You can't do it on the fly. Who was the one team that maybe did it well? Like. You know, the Jets getting Fitzpatrick? That, yeah, that's I mean, about it. Like, yeah, unless good. you can get Fitzpatrick, <laughs> it's not going to Back
2: in the day, oh, Bolger was serviceable and Kurt Warner
1: dropped out, but really, it's not. doesn't happen very often. I mean, it's totally different systems, though. I mean, you put in a, a Chip Kelly system and a Sam Bradford in the middle of that, that's not going to be an easy one to learn. The system they put in with the Jets was a lot more quarterback-friendly, a lot, lot easier to learn, and, I mean, You got two established receivers on the outside with Marshall and Decker. There's not a lot of teaching involved there. Those guys know what they're doing. Obviously, you're talking about starting Josh Huff, Riley Cooper, and Jordan Matthews out there. Aguilar, yeah, Aguilar. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, it was set up to fail. Basically, the whole everything was set up to fail in that whole system, the whole team. Uh, It's not a surprise that Chip Kelly was the first one to go. And to be honest, they probably should have fired him weeks and weeks ago. I mean, everything. he was break,
0: on the brink of the playoffs again. You can't fire him when you're that close, Verde.
1: That
0: was a weak one. So, do you like DeMarco Murray the most of the running backs this week?
1: I think they maybe just try and see what they got with him. Yeah, you know, I think that he's the one that they'll probably uh, use. He they used him a little bit more last week. Finally, um, he. Got out of the uh, the dog the doghouse, I guess. For what
0: nine touches or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, he did all right with them. He, yeah, he, seemed he scored like he did fine. He scored. That's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, so did Matthews, though. So I mean, it's, well, he
0: was not very good and scored. No,
1: yeah, that's at least that's very true.
0: At least Murray was good and scored.
1: You can do shit against the Giants, though. So wouldn't shock me if Murray had a decent game. And yeah.
0: Zach Ertz has a decent game. Absolutely. The Giants suck against tight ends.
1: That's a fact. Let's talk about
2: the
0: Giants. This is another you know very very high scoring over under games so i've been sort of using my dfs lineups and sort of merging these two games to sort of find out a nice little mix and that's how i've been putting together my lineups for this week so is
2: od bag going to come out od
0: bag is not i'd rather go with the julio machine interesting
1: um i don't
0: know if i'm i'm
1: totally sold on that simply because i think odb playing angry is going to be a fun thing to watch. After missing out on a game, um, crushing fantasy owners, including uh, the Pyro
2: uh, Goo Fathers, losing to Dan to win. I don't even know what his long, convoluted team name is. (laughs) One Valverde for me, and for one you.
0: Valverde
2: with extra goo Yeah, with extra goo But congrats, Dan, you're a great fan You're uh, on draft day As I've said a couple times in the show I've never had someone take every one of my picks Every single round <laughs> um, So well done you, you stayed the course throughout the whole season You're a tireless uh, student and uh you're a tireless uh game day and week uh manager of your team and uh you got hot at the right time and amen to you brother uh you are the f- inaugural champion of the Pyro Pro League taking down the experts yeah. the fan beat the, the 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 gurus the tutelage uh has been uh Damn, I wanted to win that one. Yeah, anyway, totally good nice. times. Good times. Buddy. Beckham Congrats. has
1: a chance at 100 receptions. wouldn't shock me if he got nine. At least nine in this one. He has 91 receptions right now, um, and he has a chance at winning the touchdown title for you know wide receivers as well. He's got 13, and the leaders are Allen Robinson and Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin with 14 apiece. <laughs> um, so I mean, he's got a he's got a chance to get you know a couple of milestones there winning the touchdown title and getting 100 receptions he's going and he's playing angry so i, I mean they're both yeah i mean it'd be tough not to play either you're obviously playing both of them Julio, Julio Jones and uh, Odell which one does better is kind of a toss up in, in my book to be honest i mean Philly could be beaten easily through the air as can the saints so we'll see on that one and anybody else on the on the giants worth playing Rashad we'll Jennings tie. Has been playing. Will tie? I guess, yeah, I guess, but he's, he's actually pretty good against uh, tight ends, and right when you until think that Jordan he's gonna... meter,
0: Until Jordan Reed poops on them last week.
1: Yeah, that's true, but I mean, he should have kicked ass last week, Will tie, and he did not at Didn't
0: all. get targets. Well. <laughs> yeah, that says something, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go, right there. I mean, especially with ODB, I out. would have expected even more, but now with ODB back... I I mean, actually, more attention will be drawn away from him, so he should have a decent game, but the Eagles still are pretty good. Other than that, I guess Rashad Jennings is somewhat of a dart throw. He's been playing really well lately. He's been getting a lot of touches. Uh, They're obviously completely out of love with uh, Shane Vereen. He's not doing much of anything. Darkwa and uh, Andre Williams are uh, both shit stains. So, I I mean, it's pretty much a Rashad Jennings show in the backfield. If you want to throw something out there, it's not a bad call because the Eagles defense is pretty fucking bad. Alright, should before should we head to the next game? Eli's a great play,
2: period. Should we play the next game? Yeah. Yes? Yeah, I'm registered in this class.
1: What class? This is US history. See the globe right there.
3: Really? Hey. May I come in? Oh, please. I get so lonely when I hear that third attendance bell ring and all my kids are not here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Redskins at Cowboys. Let's start with Mr. Cousins coming up big in championship weekend. A great stream waiver wire or earlier in the season pickup. If you rode his hot hand over others and made the ballsy call, hats off to you. I like it. I like it. He is a uh, fantasy football uh, stud, and I don't see any reason, even though the Cowboys are a great defense and at a lot of levels like we spoke of earlier, uh, he's just hot. I think he probably should have a nice fantasy game for you.
0: I don't. I don't even know if he plays. <laughs> Why would <laughs> he, he play? Because he's, they got nothing to gain. Yeah, he doesn't have enough. He
2: doesn't have enough time underneath his belt. I they're
0: going to get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, anyways. Like,
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. My guess is that That's he plays the thinking. first half, and they play Colt McCoy in the second half. That's that would be my best guess. They literally have zero to play for. If anybody has any sort of injury whatsoever, they won't play him. So I wouldn't expect Matt Jones to play. Uh, I would expect Deshaun Jackson to play. Uh, it, it could be just a Fold them up, let's you know, go into the playoffs healthy type of game. It's unfortunate. I mean,
0: the thing is, they're talking about not starting their tackles, who both have injuries. Yeah, so why would you play Colt McCoy or or uh, why would you play
1: Kirk Cousins? Yeah, it it, it would make no sense to actually play Kirk Cousins in in this game. Like I said, though, I think they're gonna try and get him in there for a half, if not maybe a quarter, but that's something you're gonna have to watch up until game time because he has been a stud lately, he's a top 10 uh fantasy quarterback this year. Just the strangest thing a, I've ever yeah. seen. He has the second most rushing touchdowns for quarterbacks this year.
2: Ten yards away from four thousand yards passing on the season. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, the, the guy has
2: been. They
0: ten yards.
1: <laughs>
2: That's, yeah, I think, I think there's some nice. of
0: those uh, some of those
2: milestones. Maybe they want to help him hit the thirty spot. He's got twenty six touchdowns. Uh,
1: I don't see that happening. But
2: why not? He's been putting up. He seems like uh, the last like five or six weeks. Every other game, he's throwing up four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean that's a thought, but
1: I mean, when it comes down to it, Dallas really taking
2: away my having fun dreams for uh, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> a guy I own in zero leagues. And, oh, that's right, Um fantasy football's over.
1: <laughs> Dallas Cowboys have given up fifteen passing touchdowns in fifteen games. Hey. So to get four hey, out of Cousins would be probably not, not, not a good call to make. <laughs> not a Vegas bet.
2: Yeah. He's gonna be making a lot of money this offseason. I mean that's, fewer, about that's
1: fewer touchdown receptions than the Broncos have given up. And the Broncos are obviously outstanding at past D, the best against QBs. But I mean they, the Cowboys that's have incredible. given up less. That's, that's, that's insane. Incredible.
0: What, anyway. else? what a, Let's quickly roll through this team. That's it for the Redskins. I mean, Jordan Reed had a great week, but he's sort of an injury-prone guy himself. I don't expect him to play much either. Like, how much do you think you're going to put that guy on the line with bad knees, with bad you know, ribs, with bad everything? i I not going to play is, him a
1: ton. They, uh, listen, this, this, this is a fact. They will not play any of those guys the full game. That, I think that's just a fact. It's speculation on whether they play at all. To be quite honest, so this is something you got to walk. You don't know, uh, you know,
2: think like Jordan Reed wants
1: 1,000 yards? Well, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does, but I'm also sure that the, the coaches want him to be healthy for the playoffs. I mean, hey. he's got a chance to win the touchdown title, too. He's got 11, and Eifert has 12. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's right there with that. He's, le- he's second in receptions. Uh, he's got 83, and Delaney Walker is 85. So there's a few things that he could you know, definitely take home right there. But it, again, it's uh, it's going to be up to the coaches, and I think that they'd rather take the chances in the playoffs. So, good point. Anyway, uh, no moving on.
2: Darren McFadden
0: through. and no one.
1: Okay, Darren McFadden played. Darren McFadden and uh, McFadden has a well. It's not just a shot at it. I mean, he will get thousand yards on the season if uh, if they play. He has nine hundred ninety-seven right now. So I mean, they like, run him <laughs> <run, run, laughs> oh, oh. they run him for one play, and it's it's a done deal. But two I think points,
0: two plays, it's Darren McFadden.
1: That's true, <laughs> that's true. But I, I think he actually plays the whole game, and because Washington's going to be sitting a lot of people, I think he goes off. To be quite honest, I think they run him, you know, head over heels. Let let him, let him take a 20-25 carry load, and let him, let him do it. Now, there's nothing to see with Kellen Moore; he sucks. You know, it's, it's You're not going to Dez out there. Uh, it's, I mean, what, what do you what do, what do you really want to see? I think it's going to be Darren McFadden pretty much in this one. Five, Move
0: on. There's five for to, 50, Jason Witten. That's yeah, all. Yeah, no, no, you'll get that too.
1: Nothing to see here.
2: Next game, Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Do
0: you remember last year when people, before the draft, when people said, the Titans don't need a quarterback, they've got Zach Mettenberger. Oh, yeah, me too. How <laughs> dumb do they look now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh Great move, uh, getting Mariota, obviously. But uh, Mariota ain't going to play. It's going to be Mettenberger in this one. And he, to be honest, he probably should be able to do something. I mean, the Colts are so beat up. They don't really have, I mean, if they need an absolute, they need, I think it's eight teams to lose. An
0: eight-team parlay, yeah.
1: Yeah, they need eight teams to lose for them to make the playoffs. <laughs> That ain't happening. They've already said Andrew Luck's out. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, I think Hasselbeck's out too. Yeah, I think it's out. gonna be it's, Josh Freeman. It's,
0: it's gonna depend on whether what Whitehurst can get back or if it's Josh Freeman.
1: No, if Whitehurst was put on IR. IR. Oh, yeah, oh they're done. It either. It's either Josh Freeman or they signed somebody else. to compete
0: Ryan Lindley.
1: L- Ryan Lindley. That's right. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so the Colts have folded it. Folded it up.
0: Uh, hand the ball to Frank Gore and hope to get out alive. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: I mean, yeah,
2: do you uh, want no
0: shirt, no shoes, no <laughs> die. <dry show. laughs> I mean, do you want to throw out Ty Hilton if this is a championship week with Josh Freeman, who was signed two days ago? Do you want to? Do you want to throw out Kobe Fleener? Do you want to throw out?
1: Actually, Fleener would be one of the guys I would Dante maybe. Moncrief. Moncrief is hurt. I don't think he's going to play.
0: There's a, do you want to throw out any of these passing game options?
1: Not, No. I mean, honestly, like I said, though, and because it's Freeman and it's a QB who's just been signed, normally, like, rookies and, and you know, just-signed QBs, who do they go to? Either the top receiver or the tight ends. So it wouldn't be a terrible call to go with a, a Hilton or to go with a... a uh, Dwayne Allen just got put on IR as well So Fleener will get more play What a terrible
2: season he had He's oh, off God. the fantasy football radar forever uh, he, uh, may, he, well, he wants out He's a
0: free agent so yeah. That's not necessarily true He can be back real quick <laughs> Yeah, All right. All right. He yeah.
1: wants out and whoever he goes to will be very happy With a, an angry Dwayne Allen Who's a lot better than the way they used him So I mean if he goes somewhere That's tight end friendly And it's in need of a tight end Look out for him next year but like I said, obviously Fleener will get more play this week with Allen going on IR, and a quarterback who's not used to the system will probably be checking down a bunch. So it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if somebody like a Hilton, uh, maybe works a little slot, maybe he gets some uh, quick throws and stuff. It, those the leading receiver, the top receiver, and the tight ends will get the play. So it wouldn't shock me if those guys
0: actually got. I just him. don't remember if I've ever seen Josh Freeman throw to a tight end. I'm like trying to remember who but played. Yeah, I'm trying remember to remember who played who played tight end for him, and the fact that I can't remember tells me that he never fucking threw the ball to them. Well, when he was with, it the was Vikings. at one point
2: it was Dallas Clark, right? Dallas Clark, for like yeah, a year, but, maybe, but yeah. he had his worst year there.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but he hasn't had a whole hell of a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just say something about the next team. Yeah, you know, and, well, that. I mean, if you're looking at the Titans. Um, Antonio Andrews fumbled to t- once can twice, kind of. The other one, they called an interception, but it was basically his fault. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> I think that they're just going to sit him. They're going to see what's going on with, uh, with Cobb. So, oh, I think that Cobb so would be So, 20 actually,
0: for think, 80 yards?
1: It wouldn't be... A, I mean, they're going to want to see. I mean, They have nothing to play for at this point. So, I mean, it, they might as well just go with Cobb and see what the, he's got. Against what? this Colts defense, it's not a bad call.
0: Delaney Walker, you know, Walker Walker's trying to hold on to the top spot among tight ends and receptions. He's got 85, right? Yep. Did right, not, not get 100. a Did not get a Pro Bowl nod, though. So yeah. I, I think he wants to, you know, get up in the 90s and sure. just show that he was there. Remember, he missed a game. Yeah. So he's playing a game down on most of these guys. So I, I think they'll feed him the ball a little bit. But yeah. then, do you trust any of these receivers? I mean, Kendall Wright's going to be out again. He'll be out um, because. He imploded. Didn't he, he got
2: put on the IR.
0: He imploded yeah, in the season in completely general. Imploded, um imploded, yeah. So maybe DGB, but who knows? I mean, yeah, no, I he'll get shattered it's... by Vontae Davis because that's just what they do.
1: Vontae Von Davis has taken a step back this year, by the way. Uh, he used to be pretty shut down, but he's been beatable. Really beatable, actually, at times this year. He's said he's, he's just had too many injuries in the last few years for him to stay at that level. So I think we also
2: need, when the team is so shitty, a guy like that kind of is like, well, you know, why, why should I do this? It's not like we're going to score anyways. He's kind of got that kind of mentality.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Mettenberger actually wouldn't be a terrible streak. Indy's defense is completely, completely beatable. It's going to be in a dome, so it won't be a, a weather problem there. He's playing for his life. Mettenberger at this point, he knows that is starting next year. He wants to either he's going at least going to want to keep that uh, backup job or find something else somewhere. He, this is a showcase for him, so he'll probably go to a six foot six, six foot five, uh, kick ass future receiver and draw greenback. He'll Go to Delaney Walker a bunch, and obviously the team wants to see Cobb. So it's not a t- these guys actually in a meaningless game for both of these teams. Those guys aren't bad plays to be yeah. quite honest. That's what you kind of have to look at in a game between two. Crappy teams at this point. You kind of actually want to look at guys in that game because it's going to be a free-for-all. Isn't the whole franchise kind of, uh, obviously
2: the coach would never say this, but aren't they trying to get a Chip Kelly over there? Have him, uh, you know, join yeah, forces back about with uh, Marcus and, and his quarterback in the NFL level? Doesn't it seem like it kind of talks about it.
0: That's one of the teams in the NFL that was looking at him. That's all that... We can say about it. <laughs> For me, yeah. I
2: think that he. They, they say well, we won't go to Kelly too much more. But they said he was kind of depressed in Eagle in, in Philadelphia because those fans are just so Friggin aggressive. You're. It's, you're made in the shade. If, if you can be uh, a Fisher and and roll through and be tenured in that place for almost twenty Tennessee, years, okay. for
0: eight, Nate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're just like
2: you're set, dude. It's like okay, just do all right, and we're good. We just we we'll,
1: we've got our music. That's uh, all they, we need. They'll have little Buddha statues with Chip Kelly's face on it all over the freaking stadium. He kind of like a Buddha. Is, uh, they, they'd be bowing down to that guy. They were Ravens Bengals,
2: Ravens, Bengals. Yeah. Oh wow, Mallet got the got the. Uh, Opportunity last week, and actually looks really friggin' good. Um, what do you the guys quarterback
0: think? quarterback whisperer. He's whisperer. back. Oh,
1: He's he back. Hey, <laughs> he was doing it with Clawson for those two or three weeks too. Uh, Mallet's gonna flop in his face this game, <laughs> uh, and I, that is a given. Uh, I, I just Angles don't see Ranger. them doing anything against Cincinnati on the road. On the road, uh, the, the Pittsburgh pass defense is very different than the Cincinnati pass defense. Agreed. So, I just I don't expect a whole hell of a lot of them. So,
0: Kamar Aiken and maybe a wide receiver three, and Buck Allen, a RB2 flex option, and then that's all this team has to offer.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, announced today, uh, or today, Steve Smith's. Mr. Fist He's coming back, back coming back to the Ravens for 2016 we knew that would happen yep. uh, you know those little CBS uh, kind of write ups they do about your teams and your leagues and they're actually really good it's pretty impressive how they're able to do it my thing today was uh, in one of my leagues like yeah the D-Rex was sitting cruising pretty at 5 and 2 until uh, Stevie Smith went down and then he went on a nice shitty run and I was like god I, I kind of forgot seven week Thanks seven is so. Me, but yeah, it's so long ago, but it seems so <laughs> short ago, and how season goes by so fast. But that really reminded me how that injury because he was like top three at wide receiver when well, he, he was kicking down. ass, he was he top was... three when how sideways my team went after that injury. Oh, thanks for reminding me, like you said, you know, CBS robot email major domo prick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, Bengals, uh, what, what, what do we think there?
0: Um, AJ McCarron's not a very good quarterback.
1: Well, he's also got a, a busted finger, is wrist, it? wrist, wrist. Uh, but day to
0: day, who knows who might be starting for them? He'll play.
1: He'll play is my guess. They, I think they already said that Dalton will not play. Um, so uh, I expect McCarron to, to to take the helm there. They said the wrist came back, and it was just. A strain, so I'm, I'm not worried about that.
2: Can I say one thing about the game uh, on, on Monday night? It was After that first drive and McCarron looking all world, uh, he came to the sideline after calling a timeout, and you, there was a shot of Dalton who kind of had the... Uh, oh brother, is this guy going to beat this team and we're going to have a controversy going into the playoffs and then all from there, down, he had a pretty good half I guess but uh, from there, just downhill, that was one of the worst second halves you could ever it was almost just like the, the Broncos weren't even taking the first half serious second half, it was just, no time for you Mr. McCarron you're going to have a broken wrist and you're going to have to have your hot girlfriend slash wife uh, give you some wrist rub-downs. <laughs> Your wrist bitch. doesn't work anymore. She's got to do it now. She,
0: <laughs> she can wrist me whenever she wants. Oh, <laughs> so good.
1: Otherwise... Uh, uh,
0: Jeremy Hill... No. If he. I don't maybe, know. Maybe he scores. Uh, Gio Bernard... Mm, no. Flex option. No, mm-hmm. Can
2: you believe... One thing that I had a hard time believing is that there's... Uh, Right now, there's there's four running backs that have double-digit uh, TDs. I was shocked to read that uh, Jeremy Hill was one of them.
0: Well, he's got like four two touchdown 10 games. Yeah. TDs on the yeah. season.
2: Yeah, I exactly. was shocked by that. I was like, he... Because I, I, I had him, and he had a te- in what all estimate all estimates a terrible season, but he's double-digit
0: TDs. He's yeah. got like four double-digit TD games. Yeah. One, two... Th- oh, yeah, he had a three... Yep. Yeah. One with two, one with three... One with two, yeah. and one with two. Yeah. And then he had another with a single touchdown. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's, that's four season. multi-touchdown games. And besides that, he's yet to have a 100-yard game. His high was 98. Uh, and after catching 27 passes last year, is only going to catch, you know, 15-ish. 15, yeah. Like, one a game. Like, one of the biggest. Well, I mean, The rushing is, like, we knew he wasn't going to sustain a 5.1 Yeah, they had recovery. the
1: toughest rushing. But, yeah. Yeah. The, SOS going into the season, the toughest rushing. SOS it's not going
0: to be any better next year, though.
1: No, probably not. Probably not. But I don't know. He's he's uh, the goal line type guy, and you know, I mean, the Ravens aren't playing for anything. So I mean, it's it's a possibility there, being at home and everything. Uh, Bernard is kind of kind of taking a little bit of a backseat, so I, I don't expect a ton out of him. But it feels the like they got two plays
2: for him. You know how we've, we talked at the beginning and the middle of the season about how what a great uh, dynamic offense and sets of plays that uh, Hugh Jackson is calling. It seems like every time I see Denard running the ball, it's the same uh, gap. What I call him? Denard. Denard. D- did I? Uh, sorry. Uh, Bernard, it felt like it was always the same running play and then the same little button hook at three yards out of the backfield. and It's just like he catches the ball. And he's tackling the middle of the field every time. They need to get him, like, out on the sides more. Because like, that was that was always the way that he was able to do some good stuff. I don't know. It just seems like they're not utilizing him right. But there's no question. He is uh, regressing a little bit. They've had just a, a super tough schedule.
1: I mean, it's just tough to get any of those guys going with these schedules. And uh, By the way, like, ever since you just had your field day on how to, uh, A.J. Green isn't a big game player and all that sort of shit, he's kind of gone off.
0: Three for four double digits. Yeah.
2: I still cannot wait to never draft him again. That's and right. I saw that first draft, <laughs> caught the TD. I'm like, uh,
0: I wasn't. In the I kept telling people, that one. I kept telling people, I don't care if it's against Denver, you have to play AJ Green. That's it.
1: Well, he had one <laughs> half, and that was it. He that doesn't get, matter. Didn't catch a single pass after that. No, it's. I mean, it was a decent half. It gave him double-digit fantasy points, but
2: I will say this about him, and I think this is the team more than anything else. And then let's uh, let's move on. Eifert is coming back, but. Um, they don't use him correctly. He he's, he's kind of like AJ. He's, AJ. Yeah. They rarely have him going in motion. He's always on even when even when it's third and short. They're running him on 25-yard pass plays. He's always down. they got a heavy... He just is not used correctly. They need to put him across the field more. They need to get him on, on bubble screens. They need to get the ball in his hands. He's just a two... He's probably the best deep threat. You know, one of the better deep threats in the league. He, he's... Every, even in that game, he probably should have caught that. Would have been a great catch, but... Uh, they just don't use him right. They don't use him in the short game enough. And if they did, fantasy wise, he would be
1: legit. Uh, my guess, it's, it's all you're going to say something more meaningful. But my guess is that they they draw up plays. Um, with him going across the middle, and they use a stick figure, which he basically is. <laughs> and every time he gets to the middle, the paper rips. They're like, uh, well, he did. Every time he goes across the middle, he's going to break in half. So they do keep him on the outside. He is a stick figure, by the way. That guy is, what, 6'5, 160 pounds? <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> Give or take. I mean, wow, is he thin? It's it's kind of I think really he's like weird six
0: looking. 6'4, Yeah,
1: whatever. Six, but you understand my point.
0: Piss poor. Uh, yeah, he's one of the best deep threats in the league, and he's not very good with the ball in his hands, so they don't throw him anything short.
2: Yeah. like If he, he did, he, I would he, love him in fantasy, yeah. but that's why I get so frustrated, because I'm watching the game, and it's just like, every route, it's all or nothing, and it's just like, it's not sustainable at a fantasy level. If they could just get him, the way they do it with Demarius Thomas, I mean, Demarius Thomas, they're like, fuck it, we just gotta get the ball in this guy's hand at the one yard line and see if he can bust it or not. He's
0: He's a long strider. Yeah. It takes a while to get going. Yep. And whenever they run the short plays, for him he gets tackled in 3 yards. Yep. Like that's why they send him deep because he's a vertical, you know, pass catcher. That's just what he is. It is what he's I not technically that. I mean, if he had a better quarterback, you don't complain. Like if he's playing with Peyton Manning 2 years ago and the same Demarius Thomas and they're just running him vertical,
1: he's fine. And, 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 <laughs> I agree with that. Demarius can take a hit. He, he can take a hit without fumbling, I should say. When Green takes hits, big hits, he fumbles. They, yeah. That ball's gone every single time.
2: And as a DB, when you see a big Demarius coming out, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. You're kind of flinching a little bit. You're kind of giving a half. When you see AJ, you're like, oh, nice. I The, yeah. the,
1: the timber. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, the last thing on the Bengals, like you said, Eifert is coming back, but my guess is that it's just to get him back into a bit of a game flow. I don't expect him to play much more than... A half at most, and I mean he'll get a little bit of play, but I, I don't expect a whole hell of a lot. I don't. By the way, the Ravens are the best against tight ends, pretty much. So, except for the Chiefs.
0: Totally. Shut him out last time.
1: Yeah. yeah he dropped
0: a touchdown though. So that was something that always needed to be brought up. Is that True. He dropped a touchdown against the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. I get but he you. literally had zero. <laughs> but he credit. fucking dropped it. <laughs>
2: All right. Moving on. Steelers at the Browns. Uh, we'll start with the Steelers, Big Ben, number one ranked uh, quarterback by Dog and everyone else under the sun. A lot of people playing him, thinking they're gonna ride the glory in that uh, in that great matchup. And good God, he shit the bed. Um, it's the kind of, Big Ben left a, a a poor stain on a lot of people's seasons uh, with that performance last week. I know in my, my league, one of my guys had uh, had played. Carson Palmer the whole season and uh, had Big Ben on his bench even after he came back from his injury and put him in there just because the matchup was so favorable and everyone's t- talking him up as the number one QB and uh, just it, it didn't cost him the win because he got destroyed but tough 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 to tough tough when you when your when your horse at QB uh lets you down in the big in the big one
0: I mean right number one finish number 32 <laughs> That's not fucking good. Like, and it, you just can't even explain it to why it happened. Like, you watch the game, you're like, okay, you're moving, you're moving, you're moving. Oh, what what what, what what's just happened? <laughs> you, like, you were moving, And then you just stopped moving, and you stopped throwing the ball to Antonio, and you didn't throw the ball to Martavis all day long, and you didn't, you know, you tried to get Wheaton involved a ton, and the guy drops passes. And, you know, Heath Miller catches a couple passes, falls down, and then you feed (laughs) DeAngelo Williams, and he scores two touchdowns, has one of the best fantasy days. But you're looking at it, and you're, like, scratching your head, like, hey, Big Ben, what the fuck was that? Like, you've got two of the best weapons in the league. Use them. And it's unexplainable about how that game actually went down. Like, you watch it, and receivers were open, and the line was protecting for him, and he just... Didn't seem to get the ball anywhere, and then suddenly he would get sacked.
1: I remember last week, uh,
0: last podcast.
1: <laughs>
2: good, uh, just going to tell you, good, good clip note, overview, um, synopsis
1: of the Big Ben Sunday. Good job there. Yeah, not, not bad, uh, but you, you missed out on something here. Last week in the podcast, <laughs> I remember saying, it was a by the way at the end of the game, saying, oh, by the way, uh, Jimmy Smith's back, but that probably won't make a difference. That kid made a fucking difference. That kid played outstanding coming back from injury, and they were saying he was going to come back and play in that game. And he was. He was awesome. He had an interception. He was uh, – I thought he was sticking to this guy pretty well. And, I mean, that wasn't the reason Big Ben had a bad game. He, Jimmy Smith was not the complete and utter reason. But, I mean, if there's any name that is stuck in D-Rex's head, it's Jimmy Smith. Uh, so, I mean, that's uh, – It'll stick in Big Ben's uh, head for quite a while now, too, I think, because that guy was ruining what I think Big Ben was trying to do during the game, and uh, Jimmy Smith put on a nice little show. It was was impressive, but I think that Big Ben comes back with a bit of a vengeance in this one. What do you think? I mean, they they absolutely need the win in this one, and if you fold against the Browns, there's problems.
0: Yeah, I think I like everybody on the Steelers' offense like I always have. I'm not going to jump ship for just one, you know, poor performance. Still like, you know, D'Angelo Williams. I still really like Martavis Bryant. Still really, really like Antonio Brown. I don't still really like Marcus Wheaton.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, that's <laughs>
0: like, Heath Miller always it. blocks more in division games, so I don't really like Heath Miller. So that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that... that. Definitely covers it. If you want to talk about the Browns for a second, that's cool. Val Verde.
2: Val Verde. Hey, if that's your last brew and you want one of those all-day IPAs, uh, that you,
1: you, you go to, for to it. Top it? Okay. I, I might do that. Yeah. I mean, I do have old style.
0: <laughs> oh, you do? You yeah. want some? Okay. Yeah. I got
2: you. I got to you
1: in time? <laughs> yeah. You got me in time.
0: I right? okay. got some tall I, boys. I so.
2: don't know. Nice well, Flip over
0: work. to Cleveland, like... I I wish I knew some future so I could start rapping. (laughs) Why? I mean, every song
2: sounds exactly the same. I hate it. It sounds terrible. Why does Johnny Football seem to want hellbent on ruining his career by singing friggin' Future on Vine messages while his buddies are all drinking around? It's like, guys, pull it together. I like, said I said, I said so, three he, weeks ago I said, just party in your basement. He did that. But don't okay, so party in your basement and don't post off the social media.
0: Check
1: the phones at the fucking door.
2: I, and, I,
0: hey, I don't know, think they were he was party. at his house. I think he was at Mike Evans's house apparently. Because there was signed uh, Mike Evans jerseys and stuff up there. But still yeah, they need like there's this new uh company that like for shows like um Dave Chappelle was doing a show here in Chicago. Yeah, you gotta check your phone. You gotta check your phone in this little pouch, and then it kills it during the show. But you still have it on you, and then you just return the pouch on the way out. So, Johnny, Johnny Menzel needs some of that in his life. He,
2: they just need to put Johnny, the Browns need to put Johnny in the pouch. <laughs> and when it's not practiced, it just kills him. It's like a cryogenic chamber. It's like whatever Ridley got in from Aliens when she was sleeping after uh, in between scenes uh, and in between movies. That's what they need to do with Johnny Football because he's showing he can he can kind of do it at this level. But he's just a youngster, loves the party, just has a good time drinking and Listening to future.
0: too bad, too bad. Johnny football didn't play 20 years ago. <laughs> it, it's it's
2: unbelievable. Those guys, they're now on NFL.com. I mean, Irvin, can you imagine? He's like, God damn it, my crack would have been caught, my crack habit would have been caught like 75 times a
1: week. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it one year in this league. Fuck
2: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. These guys are, it's a different deal. It's tough, it's tough, uh, tough road. It would, be, it would be easy to just tell men,
1: so to tell to. to, to. Just stop Harding for a few years or something, you know? Nah, I mean, he, can't he, <laughs> he can't do it. He can't do it. Ain't about that anyway. life, son. He can't yeah. do it. Uh, uh, <laughs> otherwise, when it comes to the Browns... Um, Barnage? Bar- Barnage is, is a possibility. He's, he's somebody you... I mean, they're going to play him if you have him. Plain and simple. He's uh, He's been it's a, a stud all year. It's great
0: against the Steelers. Yeah, it's
1: a great matchup for him. So, I mean, that that's a good one. It's a
0: great matchup for Travis Benjamin.
1: Yeah, except Benjamin has gotten, what is it, like Nothing. 17 targets in like the last month. Literally, like the last four games, I think he's gotten 17 total targets. So I wouldn't expect a whole hell of a lot there, to be honest. And Crowell's been taking over the backfield. He's been playing well lately, to be honest. And Duke Surprising. Johnson, Duke Johnson, not so much, hasn't really gotten his play. So, I mean, I'm not going to say go ahead and start Crowell and expect anything because the Steelers do have a pretty tough run defense. But uh, I don't know if you're stuck and, you know, you don't have any running backs, you because know, everybody has at least two or three injured running backs on their fancy teams at this point. Coral, I guess, is, a, I don't know, a good dart throw. Other than that, nothing. We should move on.
2: Moving on Alright, let's go to the Jaguars This is, okay, when the me- games don't mean anything The friggin' NFL throws five afternoon games at ya. Uh, Well, we won't, we won't let Houdini head implode Because well, Houdini's well, in what's, California
0: What's he saying? Oh, what's his sound oh, yeah. effects I, for it? <laughs> oh, is that it? Oh, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. do it. <laughs> well, when you have all
1: 16 games jammed into the Sunday Obviously, you got to have at least you know th- a few in the afternoon. So they got five afternoon games. What we're about to do here—the last noon game, noon Central Time—Jaguars at the Texans. What do you got, Stash?
0: So I wouldn't be surprised if Blake Bortles came out and threw five touchdowns along with four picks in mm-hmm. any game of the season. That is all.
1: <laughs> that is actually a real possibility in this one. Houston's defense is awesome and terrible at the same time, (laughs) and and, I mean they, being at home, I mean it'll be tough to score them. But the the Jags, neither. I mean it's the the Jags aren't playing for anything at this point, so they might as well just go all out and you know throw them all out there, see what they got. Bortles has a chance to um, win the uh, the title for what is it, most uh, passing touchdowns in the league this year. He is right now one oh behind man. Brady. He is 35. Um, Brady is 36. Brady. Uh, so it's, I don't know. It's a, a player,
2: just remember, a player that I know I picked up in about week six or seven, and I was so pissed that I didn't grab a car and, and, and didn't grab a Dalton because I had friggin' luck. And I was like, oh, I'm great. I'm set the whole year. You're able to pick these kind of guys up every season stick on the waiver wire get yourself some backup at the quarterback go deep and have a few of these guys because anything happens and it just it's it's not a good time to not have any studs on there available to pick up when you need them
1: Palmer was my call this year loving that I made that call but I gotta throw a shout out to, to Teddy Stegman. He was all about the Bortles this year. That was his call. He, th- he thought that this guy... He actually, I think, said that he was going to be a top-five QB this year when he grabbed it. He like, you guys watch. i will be a top-five QB. I thought he was somewhat joking, and everybody laughed at him, and he kind of played along with it. But he was... Well, serious. he took him. But he took him a
2: little high. Like he could have weighed He like went for him. Like there were, there like were a like ton six, of players, Six, six other, other the problem. out
1: there that he should have taken.
2: And none and no, those went four rounds later. I think he just took him too early. I like I like Bortles all. Oh no, yeah, so he, I like. We, all did. That's the, the we all did. Absolutely, the talent is is un, unbelievable. They had to get, to to give the ball to. Them.
0: No, none of us expected thirty five. No, no, agreed,
2: agreed, but No way. Expected expected a nice a nice
1: progression to, in a second.
0: Yeah, game. like twenty eight. <laughs> Agreed. I, I mean, think they 35.
1: <laughs> I mean, we we all expected the 16 interceptions, which is second in the league.
0: Still to Peyton Manning, who hasn't played a game in like I know, that's, <laughs> seven weeks. Peyton
1: Manning has 17 interceptions in nine games. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that's reminiscent of his rookie season. Well, you know the deal. He's going to be, they say that he's going
2: to be the back. Oh, we'll get to that one. we we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Sorry. We'll to that. Um, Jaguars. Yeldon out. Donard has been. Never Demoted.
1: It'll be a Jonas Gray show. They want to see what he has for next year. See if they want to keep him around. I don't blame him. It's a game that's meaningless. Denard obviously cannot carry the load. Yeah, and he well, he
0: can't carry the ball to carry it, the load. Yeah,
1: either way, yeah, <laughs> either way.
2: Any um, catch championship? Another point uh, for Denard. That last catch he got on that last drive uh, out of the back, out of the backfield got me all his. He gave me I think he only gave me like five points. Yeah. But without that last catch, oof. it was
1: huge.
3: It was wow, huge wow. I mean, he was Little things like that that, yeah.
1: Oh, God, it was, it's terrible trying to watch a, a, a former QB try and be a, a lead running back, especially side. someone that we're all bigger than. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, we definitely way more than that kid. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Jonas Gray, I, not a bad dart throw in this one, to be honest. Uh, uh, Houston is is good. I mean, their defense has got a better, but they still give it up to, to the running back so a little bit. They can get after the QB, which it wouldn't shock me if you know Bortles gets sacked a bunch in this one. But I don't know. It's it's going to be an odd game. This is one of those games where it's uh, you know two teams that you're like thinking Ah, Jacksonville and Houston, but it could put up a lot of fancy points in this one. Kind of yeah. like a few weeks ago when they played the Titans.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. that that was the wasn't the over under uh they have, didn't someone say last week that uh the Jaguars themselves uh, were 2
1: points short of the over under for the whole game. Yeah, it, was, that, it was, that was, game. Uh, was was insane. was there nine touchdown passes or something like that, that was fucking
2: Allen Robinson on the season thinking for next year, you know, just cuz again, your fantasy uh, championship should have been week 16, so we want to talk what do you what do you think? He's obviously had a great uh stats with um, putting up the touchdowns, putting up the yards. Uh,
1: what are your thoughts for him um, moving for next year? Extremely efficient. I mean, he, he's another one. There's it, it, been a lot of efficient receivers this year. First of all, he's leading the league in, in touchdowns uh, with 14. Uh, but he's done it on Tied
0: for the league lead. Tied for the Doug league. Baldwin.
1: Baldwin. With Doug Baldwin.
2: <laughs> well,
0: him. Both he well, and Baldwin
1: I
2: always say Doug Baldwin's name.
0: Like Dude, Matt Damon.
3: <laughs>
0: Doug Baldwin. <laughs> You've never noticed that's how I say Doug Baldwin's oh, name? I, I didn't put it together. <laughs> I really did I love it. Doug. I'm never going to
1: listen to that name ever again. The same <laughs> way. Alan Robinson, 14 touchdown catches on 75 catches. Doug Doug Baldwin, 14 <laughs> <laughs> touchdown catches on 73 receptions. Uh, there's, been, there's been a lot of guys who are extremely efficient this year. Alan Hearns. 10 touchdown catches on 61 receptions. Regression. Regression. (laughs) What, Allen Robinson for next year,
0: you think? I think his catches go up, his yards per catch goes down, and his touchdowns go down. It's just
1: basic math. The inevitability, yes, of it all, for sure.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about this, because this is something that irks me with Eifert for next year and how basically for every 1,000 yards a receiver gets, or every 100 yards, excuse me, you can expect one touchdown. Uh, so if you look at the numbers, um, Odell Beckham, 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns. Brandon Marshall, 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns. Uh, Allen Robinson, nearly 1,300 yards, 14 touchdowns. Hopkins, 1,400 yards, 11 touchdowns. Like these things over time start D to bounce out.
2: Nine beers, nine hangovers, Bow there.
0: <laughs> there. <laughs> Tyler Eifert, like 600 yards, 12 touchdowns. These things start to balance out. Like Gronk is eleven hundred and eleven. You know, Jordan Reed's got like nine hundred and eleven. Like Barnage is nine hundred nine. It's sort of just one of those things. So I, like it. I like it. If they're not in sort of that range,
1: Mike I, I, Evans eleven hundred and three. three. It's <laughs> an out,
0: like these are the things that are outliers that you could use to your advantage next season. Like. Yeah, if you take Allen Robinson at the be- end of the first round, he's probably going to be overdrafted. Yep. He might be worth the value in the second. We'll, we just got to see how it's going to shape up here. Uh, but then you got to look for somebody like, you know, you'll probably be able to get Mike Evans in the fifth now because he only had three touchdowns, and that's just something that shouldn't continue.
2: Sure. Well, your, your explanation there, I know who's a keeper in my league next year. Robinson, I know he's going to regress, but gee, that's a great,
0: that's great, great way to. I mean, he's going to catch more passes. The first round, Jesus! I I think he's got a chance to be a first round pick, an end of the first round, second round pick. As I look at, let's talk about the first round next year. Who is it? Le'Veon Bell. Yes. AP.
1: Yes. Yes. uh, Julio Jones.
2: Julio Jones.
1: Uh, ODB.
2: ODB. Antonio Brown.
0: Antonio Brown. We got five.
2: Jamal Charles. I don't know about Charles. Gronk, yes. I don't know Gronk. about Charles on ACL. I don't ACL, know about Charles either. You're right, but, guess,
0: but he's one of those second-round picks that could be a value for you, like AP. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's one. Gurley's got to be one. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I that's he's, that's a borderline second, but I'm, I'm not gonna. What about Devonta? Mm,
2: no, none of no, you guys are no. gonna
0: put Freeman up there. But uh, he's the top scoring running back in fantasy football.
1: I know Cam Newton.
3: Maybe Charles. Charles
0: averaged the most fantasy, fantasy points, points per game. game. But it's a knee injury. It's an ACL injury. And and running backs are gonna be are gonna be pushed out. Yeah, there. and
2: I, I guess
1: Todd Gurley is I, I
2: didn't do that, that well. <laughs>
0: I sound like a Houdini
1: doing an yeah. accent. I mean, I mean Doug Martin, I, I don't know. Doug Baldwin. Well, I don't
0: think anybody's gonna trust Doug Martin like that either. I think he's a second rounder. So right now we've got seven. So that means Allen Robinson and DeAndre Hopkins are right there. You know. Good point. Brandon Marshall. Brady? What?
1: I, th- I mean, does uh, do people start to trust Tom
0: Brady again after? I wouldn't.
1: No,
2: but
0: no. I think, I think this year proved that you shouldn't draft a quarterback early. I mean, yeah. the top two scorers oh, sure. the top two scorers were not drafted till fifth round or later.
1: Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. Wow,
2: De- DeAndre is DeAndre is going to be a, a, a right on the verge. He's probably an early second rounder, but I mean, he's God, look at those numbers, DeAndre, 180 targets.
3: Second, and it's not second, even the
2: most second most. Well, to get back to the game, because
1: we are talking about you. Ah, fuck the I, game! We don't care about the game. <laughs> All right. stop
2: you crushing me. About so, the game.
0: <laughs> what was the original question? Fuck. What was the, the original question, was the first question? First is
1: rounders Al- and Alan Robinson and who did? he? Is he a first rounder? Is he a first rounder?
0: Or? I, I say by and that
2: it's it's close. Just because we counted about Calvin's not going to be. Well,
0: yeah, Calvin won't. I mean, Dez. You know, but Ez, no. He's probably a second rounder. And I feel like Marshall. I feel like drafting at the end of the first round next year is not going to be good because it's like I don't really want any of these guys. They all feel like second rounders. <laughs> but hey, what That's are you going to do? That's what true. What are you going to do?
2: You're going to pick one of them and you're going to hope for the best. And if but it's I like your point with the whole Eifert thing. I, it, 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 it's true. You look at Eifert's touchdown; it's unsustainable. You know, he's got. It, am, it, I, the saying the you, all, am I saying a sudden, he's going to be
0: awful? No. It, am I saying his numbers are going to average out to more like 800 yards and eight touchdowns yes, next season?
2: Yes, that is what I'm saying. And the truth is, we say this all the time during the offseason. You need the value pick. If, if a guy all of a sudden blows up and then he's not a value pick, then it's not a good time. Don't overdraft these guys. So so many people are going to be going and looking at the cold hard – Final numbers with Eifert and be like, Oh, he missed a few games And look what he still did He is going to be over, over drafted I'm not going to be in love with him next year He's just not going to be a value at all um, The
0: question is, he, where does Eifert going? To draft? But he
2: was the man for me this year For us, for our, our listeners That's not a question, question that's crossing
1: my mind right now Where's yeah. Eifert going in a draft next year? <laughs>
3: that's,
2: I, I, have I, have, to I have
0: crazy much. obsessive fifth, analysis Fifth, <laughs> fifth, fifth round Sixth I round. think higher. higher I think fourth Woof
2: those people are going to be Just the theory, those
1: people are going to be the people that Jimmy Graham and the fourth owners. Uh,
2: Jimmy Graham was third. drafted
0: in the second or third round this year. No. I think people
1: oh, will be third. pointing at uh, the fact that Eifert can't stay on the field and he'll drop.
0: Yeah, maybe. I like him in the sixth. I like all tight ends in the sixth. I don't really like tight ends before the sixth. No, me <laughs> neither. That's a fact. <laughs> all right, are we talking
2: about anything left? Oh, let's go. Warriors back. Well, should we? Should we, anything to say about
1: back. Julius Thomas? No. Nope, okay. Uh, he should he's have good. a good game. He's good. Yeah, he's good. You he play Julius, a... you,
0: uh, you play Allen Robinson, you play uh, Allen. You play both the Allens.
1: Yeah, and I think you played Julius Thomas too. I think he went seven for 70 something in a touchdown against Houston in their first game. And he's, that, he's been good. Yeah. Quickly, not
2: to talk too much about the next season because we've got a whole 30 shows this summer and next year to do it. Uh, quickly. Yeldon, do you like his trajectory? Do you think the team is happy with him and thinking do. they go into next year that Yeldon's the main horse and they don't need to worry about their, their running back situation? I do. Okay. Well, I, do. I
0: think they still need to worry about it. I th- think they need to find a two because they don't have one.
1: Not that's why they're testing out Jonas Gray.
3: Yeah. I, don't I, think don't
0: think right there. I don't think he's a two. I don't think any of those guys are two. I think they've got to find another guy just to be a compliment. Maybe, maybe they find a guy who's more of a pure third down back.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, but I don't know, they did want to see if they could keep Jonas around to at least back up Yeldon in some respect.
0: Maybe. Maybe the big back roll, you know?
1: Yeah. All right, Hoyer, Texans. Hoyer's back. He's uh, he back. Through, <laughs> he passed through the, uh, the protocol. And, I mean, obviously, after what Cousins has done this year, you want a Michigan State guy as your, the leader of your team. Of course you do. Know. So?
0: Does Michigan State want a Michigan State guy as a leader of this team this week.
1: Absolutely, they do. Connor
0: Cook. Absolutely. He's going to be the man.
1: All right, we'll yeah, see. he's going uh, to... Who are they playing? <laughs> what, what's their next game? I don't Alabama, know. Alabama, tomorrow night. That's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Oh, I'm staying what, The game I start know. at 3 o'clock That's, tomorrow, right? That game's at 7. The first one is at 3, though. Like... And that's the one that's biggest one. mistake. That, that's Clemson and uh, the Clem- yeah, the, 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 the Clemson Oklahoma game. That's I, uh, I'm
0: excited for that. And like I'm extremely excited. I don't know why they fucking put it on the thirty first. I. That's why the first of last year was awesome. Both bowl games were on the first. You dick total <laughs> dick. It, it, Both bowl games were on the first. You just went out and you day drank all day. It was an awesome day. The bigger game is the Michigan.
2: That was my
3: skull. I'm so wasted.
2: <laughs> That's you. That's you. New Year's Day at about 10:30
1: oh, stag party. Yeah. They put. I mean, putting the better game, the Michigan State Alabama game, is probably the game that most uh, most people want to see a little bit more. Putting that one at seven o'clock, you're like ruining New Year's Eve for for. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's over 10:30, maybe 11 if it goes long. Yeah. But, oh, fuck you. It fucking kills me.
1: It absolutely kills me if they're doing that. But whatever. Uh, it'll still be a fun night, one way or another. Anyway, What are you doing to... for New Year's tomorrow night? I'm watching the fucking game. I don't what know. know. What what are you, honestly, B, where? I
2: he's going to B-Dub's. <laughs> no, I'm not going to B-Dub's. He's going to but... go see if he can get a slop tart over at B-Dub's. <laughs> hey, you got you're using, you're using all that uh, ranch sauce? I got a couple other carrots over here.
1: <laughs> uh, I'd like to dip my carrot in. <laughs> Would you like a taste of my wingy dingy? <laughs> All right. So, uh yeah, we like uh I don't know what I'm doing. Let's get back to that. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I I got to I could go downtown and uh hang with some guys and play some cards and watch the games and and you know, drink our faces off or could stay at North go to the corpents, whatever. They usually have a, a a party. I don't know. Like it. Good you know, choices. What do you, I mean, what do you got going on? DeAndre I'm not Hopkins. Doing shit. <laughs> Making love to DeAndre Hopkins. That's a good one.
0: DeAndre Hopkins and Alfred Blue again?
1: Are you back on? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. He's the guy they're using. That's what, that's what they're doing. Um, Polk will have some backup runs. But yeah, now if you're going to use guys in this game, I, I think Hoyer's not a bad call in this one. I think that... Uh, actually, I think Hoyer will probably have a pretty decent game, a real good game, actually. I mean, Jacksonville can't... Do anything (laughs) against the pass, pretty much. And uh, Hoyer will have his way with that defense. And DeAndre Hopkins is, uh, you know, a stud. Yeah. So, get it going.
2: That's
1: it. That's it. Next game. Ryan Griffin isn't a bad call either. as a a crapshoot tight end. Anyway, go on.
2: Next game. First of the late afternoon games. Raiders at Chiefs. Woodson's last game for Raider Nation. Um... You know, I'd say just quickly and I'll let you guys talk about the specifics, but the Raiders gotta tighten it up and it seems they're young, but they, they, they're a little bit high, a little bit low, they're a little bit all over the place. I think in this game in a tough matchup, but with a team that doesn't necessarily have to they're they're in, right? Chiefs are, are, are made it, so they don't have much on the line, but the Raiders gotta they gotta figure it out. They need to figure out how to have a consistent uh, Plan and assist uh, consistent attack because week in, week out, you just don't know what you're gonna get from that offense. And last week it was on that Thursday night game. I mean, that was garbage. They didn't have a wide receiver didn't have more than like thirty yards, right? Or maybe forty yards. Uh, we know that Amari Cooper just crapped the bed. I think two catches, ten yards. They gotta figure out a way to end this season on a high note. I think that the franchise is psyched about what they've got and the pieces they've got to that puzzle in place. But uh they're they're kind of uh they're kind of dead, Dick, in this uh, to close it out, and I think they they need to really figure it out on offense to uh, for this last game to keep people fired up for the for the off season and heading
0: into next year. I don't think it matters at all. I think everybody's already excited for this you know team because they're seven and what eight now. Seven and eight. So they could go eight and eight. People will be more excited, but seven and eight, se- you know, seven and eight. eight and eight, seven and nine, not a difference, like. People, the flashes is what comes first in an offense. It's like we're looking at Jacksonville, we see flashes. We don't see consistency. Consistency is what makes winners, but the flashes is something we haven't seen in Raider Nation in like a decade. Fair. So the flashes are already, you know, monumentally better than what they saw last year and definitely two years ago. So this team is on the up and up. Consistency will come. You know, with another year for Latavius as a lead back. With another year for Amari as a lead receiver. With, you know, Crabtree on board. With another year for Derek Carr. You know, another year for them to balance off this offensive line. uh, You know, figure out, you know, Clive Wolford and Michael Rivera and how they're going to use them. I, I don't think this game matters at all for the grand scheme of things. The flashes were enough.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's, I mean, we mentioned it before, or did we mention it before? Maybe it was before the podcast. Four running backs right now with a 1,000 yards. Four. That's it. Latavius Murray's one of them. That's impressive in itself. You know, I mean, the Ravens got to be excited about that. Obviously, they're going to be And they misused him in a lot of
2: weeks, and they were down in a lot of weeks, yeah. Carl was hot, and the passing game was just running on all cylinders in a lot of weeks. So there was just games throughout the season, even with that 1,000 yards, where it's just like,
1: we don't need him today, and we're not going to use him. And strangely, he has the third most carries in the entire yeah. league. Yeah. And they still didn't uh, use him as much as they could or or should. But he's a youngster, you know, which is fine. That was his first year as a starting RB. Let you know, let him get his feet under him. Let the offense itself find some sort of semblance of you know consistency, which it will, you know, over time. Like you said, the flashes are great to see. That's all they needed to see. They're going with it. They have a great core. That's what's going to happen. Here's what's going on with this game, though, Kansas City. It's, it's too bad Kansas City would have loved to have either played the early game or have Denver play the early game. Because the fact is, they actually could win the division. If Denver loses and Kansas City wins, I think Kansas City wins the division. It's not likely that Denver's going to lose. They're playing at home against the Chargers. Uh, they'll probably win that game, more than likely win that game. But Kansas City would rather either just sit their guys, which is something that Andy Reid has no problem doing. He's done it plenty of times in the past. Or have to go all out. it be one way or the other. But the fact is that they're both playing at the same time Denver and KC. If they see, I guess maybe at halftime, that Denver's up by 30 to 20, 25 point or 20 points or whatever, maybe they start to rest the guys. But that's where it kind of makes it tough to call the fantasy game itself. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen here. My guess is that they'll probably play the starters the first half and they'll see what's going on in the other game at halftime and maybe take. Start taking the starters out a bit, which makes it a little bit confusing from uh, you know uh, not just Kansas City you know standpoint, but from Oakland as well. Because I don't uh, this Kansas City defense is awesome, and the, their team's on a nine game winning streak. So I mean, it's uh, beating this team. Nintendo? No, it's uh, they, they've won nine in a row now. If they win this one, it'll be ten. So I mean, it, it's uh, you know it, it's tough seeing Oakland do a whole hell of a lot against this team. Um, I wouldn't expect a whole hell of a lot out of out of Murray, even though he'll get you know the, the lion's share of uh, you know the the work back there, obviously. Uh, so that'll put him in uh you know the RB one conversation. But I don't expect a whole hell of a lot out of uh, the the, the Cooper Crabtree situation. Uh, they they get after the passer Carr. Uh, we'll have a middling game in this one. And uh, they won't be able to do anything at the tight end position. Casey is just uh, too dominant at the uh, tight end position. So I mean, it, it's boy your boy Iffert had
2: had, his, had a nice game when it counted. So that that that, that helped his standing. Nice little, yeah. nice little, nice little. Did I say for sure? I meant Kelsey. Kelsey uh, yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. had a nice little showing for his uh, his final that touchdown. Um, oh you mean the touchdown
0: where he's wide open and they finally threw him the ball yeah Yeah,
1: that makes sense
2: this is
0: a good
1: game for Kelsey to go into I mean uh, Oakland is uh, as we've talked about many times not very good against the tight end, so uh, Kelsey could have a nice one in this one but again everybody it's a could kind of play clay, the whole game? Could not? play-your-own-risk type of thing. Did you
2: uh, guys see uh, the walrus Andy Reid do the dab in the post-game?
0: I did not. He did. Dab- no. Are you he sure gave, he just didn't sneeze?
2: Probably. But he was talking, he gave his pet speech in the locker room after the win, and then he goes...
0: <laughs> I'm already
1: <laughs> so sick of that shit. I mean,
2: um,
0: do you think it's more Spencer Ware than Sharkandrick,
3: then?
1: I, I think it's... Like I said, listen... I, I don't do, think Denver's do assured of winning that game. San Diego's going to go all out against them. They don't like the Broncos. They want to beat them, uh, and it's not like Denver's been all that you know in a you know, sack of eggs. They, they, they've been middling.
0: All that in a sack of eggs.
1: Smells f- great. <laughs> the fuck were
2: you going? The I have no <laughs> idea where that would remember, be remember from. Remember What do you that?
0: do with the sack of eggs? <laughs>
2: Don't put all your eggs in one sack. Uh, you can put them in the basket, you might be in trouble, but if you put them in the sack, then you're really fucked. You're fucked. Uh, I'll say this. Um, well, no, I won't.
0: Move on to the yeah, next one. Let's
2: move on to, move on to the next one. at
1: your own risk, both teams. Uh, if KC plays everybody the whole game, Oakland isn't going to have a good time. If they only play half a game, Oakland players should be okay, and KC players will fuck you, so... There we go. Next
2: game. Trub City, regardless. Chargers at Broncos. The game you were just mentioning a few times. Uh, you know, the one thing that I'll say to, to latch on to what you were saying with the, how it's going to be a tough game for. Uh, the Broncos is, uh, you know, Rivers is a has been known to be a D- December quarterback. Yep. He's never going to go out. One of the more competitive guys out there. Never going to go out and just roll over and say this season's over. He's the kind of guy that uh, nobody wants to win this game and close it on a high note like him. And uh, we'll see. Uh, will that will will Danny Woodhead get ten touchdowns on the season after this one? Think he's, got, well, he, he's got three running. He's got. Uh, and six he's got receiving.
1: six receiving. Is he going to get to the double digits? I actually, yeah, wouldn't shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, they, that's who I mean. That's who they use actually against Denver uh, quite a bit. So it wouldn't shock me if he actually got to that threshold. He's eleventh right now. Eleventh in scoring. Eleventh standard. in, in standards. in standard.
2: What were, we, what were we telling you guys all offseason and for literally the last three years? Three, four, yeah. And it was years. your concept from day one. It's like, yeah. this guy, when he plays, finishes top 20. Period. He's literally on the precipice of, uh, can he pass Gore? Yeah. He's no, absolutely. One, he's, he's one point, less than one point in standard behind Frank Gore to be a top 10 fantasy running back on the season. It's within Stanford.
1: three and a half of, of Latavius Murray.
2: The guy is so underlooked. Every year you can grab this guy, and he's just... He's money.
3: Do
0: you know what he is in PPR?
2: I'm guessing... Five? Three. Three. Wow. Danny Woodhead is third in friggin' PPR for running back. That, that is out of control. Who's ahead of him? Devonta
1: and... AP. 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 Okay, yeah. That's right. Wow. Think I'm about that. A-F-A. Danny
2: Woodhead. Next year, I had to convince... Uh, Malt in, in in our league To, to, to draft him and I'm like Look at what he's Because last year he was injured Look at what he does When he's not injured he's like, Okay take him <laughs> Yeah It's like We're in the fucking 15th round Danny Woodhead Period Woodhead me <laughs> God give me Woodhead Alright Let's go uh, Let's go on to the rest Of the guys Well Steven Johnson's payment. back oh. As well
0: Are they going to play him?
1: I think so Why Well the hell not
0: Okay <laughs> I mean
1: it's not like he's the end all be all. It's not like you were depending on him being your him. number yeah. one, you know, for next year that's a Keenan Allen. Screw it, play the guy.
2: You I know? can't believe that Woodhead is the third ranked <laughs> running back in VPR. That's that unreal. Is fucking unbelievable. It's totally unbelievable. That is the Keiser- I read also a lot personally- of stats on a daily basis that blow
1: my mind. That is mind blowing. It partially shows the state of the running back position as well. Yes. You know, I mean, that's not all Danny Woodhead. That's the state of the running back position. It's becoming wow. less and less uh, relevant when it comes wow. to fantasy. Um,
0: Danny Woodhead has as many catches as Allen Robinson.
1: He's got, what does he have? 73? Allen has? What, 75. 75, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. He's got as many as uh, Decker. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I, I'm not looking at it, but I, I'm. I'm guessing
2: let's play this game <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: let's do,
2: I'm going to look at it Because I'm not good at numbers uh, that shit's crazy
0: He's got as many as More than Alan Hearns More yes. than Emmanuel Sanders oh, More my. or less than Amari Cooper
2: More than John Brown Fewer
1: than Amari
0: Less, or he's got more
1: He's got more than
0: Amari yep. Cooper More or less than Jordan Matthews
1: Oh, that's close Even?
0: Less, but 70, 78 to 73. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? More or less than Mike Evans. Less. Yeah.
3: Evans is right there. Oh, no. no Evans, Evans is, is slightly 70.
0: 70. And then finally, more or less than Randall Cobb. Gotta be more than
2: him.
1: Woodhead's got more. Even. Dead even. (laughs) Dead even. Uh, I could throw my luck in your face.
2: I got got him. I got him. I
1: got him. him. holding in a poop, or (laughs) there was something interesting. My poker face. (laughs) It's no
3: bueno. So,
1: So, uh, like I said, okay, San Diego, they're going to go all out. I mean, they're going to go all out to win this game. That I mean, last time... Antonio Gates? Well, Gates will be back next year, I I believe. But, I mean, so last time... uh, Actually, no, wait. Where are they playing it? Potentially. Denver. Last time. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, they're playing in Denver. So, whatever. Um,
0: playing last time as the San Diego Chargers, maybe? Who knows? No with no Eric Weddle because they fined him for staying out. By the is, way. Um, <laughs> well, they didn't find him. They oh, put yeah. him on IR. They
2: put but him But on they fined
0: him yeah. for watching his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Play but at halftime. they find robot. him. Or they put him on IR for an actual. Injury.
1: Find him $10,000 and put him on IR. And a claimed that he did, and wouldn't and take him s- on the claimed he didn't they didn't have enough room for him on the plane. They said take your own get your own ride home. I hope he like signs.
0: What? Yeah, I hope he. I didn't, didn't the- read that. I That's, hope
1: he got his own ride home.
2: Yeah. No, no,
0: they wouldn't put him on the plane next week to Denver.
2: Oh, they no, said, get your own ride there. Yeah. yeah, if you want to be on the sideline, got it. So,
0: I hope he signs with the Oakland Raiders next season.
2: That would, I love showing up his ass. Absolutely, I love it. Leto is such a
1: Baller, I love watching that guy. Play.
0: Yeah, absolutely,
1: and to, I'm sorry, but he's the he's the white honey badger. <laughs> staying out there to watch your daughter at a, in a halftime show. I'm sorry, that is as classy as classy gets. In your last and game, in your
2: last game in the stadium that you've played your whole nine or ten year career. Absolutely. In. And you're one of the fan favorites. You've given your blood, heart, and soul to the team. And he just... He's never really made the money that he should have. Always they kind of undercut him, underpaid him, and they've they kept him around. And he's done all right, but he's always been kind of like
1: underappreciated by, by, by the guy. ownership. And he's a leader out there, too. See, everybody in the defense, they looked at him. He's a leader. You know, he's one of those type of guys like, wow, this guy knows what's going on. He's a heady guy. It's not like he's a big fella. He's not. He's a a smaller white guy who's just extremely smart, always in the right place at the right time, and uh, just takes control out there. And it's unfortunate what they did to him. And listen, I've always loved the San Diego franchise. I was a huge fan of Dan Fouts back in the day. Kellen Winslow was the first NFL player I actually ever met was Kellen Winslow. I'm a huge fan of the franchise. This has really soured me. I cannot believe they did this to a guy who has given his all to this team who wanted just to just see his daughter at halftime? And, you're you're and, out of the playoffs. You're not they're... in the playoff hunt at all. What are you going to say to him at halftime that he hasn't heard already? He wants to see his daughter yeah. once on the field that he played on. With the schedule that these NFL players have, there, I
2: even saw a thing with Jimmy Johnson the other night at NFL Network when he was talking about, would you go go back and be a coach again? No, you just lose out on so much when you're an NFL, when you're a professional athlete. You look at LeBron James, eight, eight Christmases or something in a row where he's on the road playing on Christmas days. Yeah. Just like we've got, he's like I basically have no family traditions. This is what the life. So you're in your last game in the stadium down at the uh, the whale's vagina, and your your your, your daughter is going to be on a halftime show, and you're going to check it out, and you're going to get screwed. But I think the management to go on with what you're saying, I agree with you. The way they've held these um, fans at hostage with the whole move. And just not really knowing what's gonna, it's just it's just kind See, of, no, of no, BS. No, no, that no, is a no. yeah. that is a franchise that I hope and I think should stay in San Diego. So if another team wants to go to LA, okay. But I think San Diego,
1: there should be an NFL team there. It's a long running tradition there. I'm a huge fan of the franchise. It's a great place to be. It's great, uh, great weather, and they, I mean they have a lot of tradition there. It's real. It's really too bad for it to be ending uh, in a note like this. Broncos. Uh, well, Osweiler pulled it out of his ass last week. That was, uh, I mean, a, a nice comeback win. I'll give it to him. Uh, they, they want this win. If uh, I guess, actually, they'll find out early. I think New England's an early game, so it won't really matter all that much, but they still need the division. So uh, they're, they're going to play all their starters. They're going to want to win this one. Uh, I think C.J. Anderson is maybe a little bit better played than a Ronnie Hillman, even though C.J. got hurt. Uh, he'll be fine for the game, and I think that uh, they want to get him rolling a little bit, running into going into the playoffs. Going in with a uh, Ronnie Hellman as as your guy going into the playoffs, I, I think that's that would be a bummer. So I think they just they need to get C.J. Anderson rolling in this one.
0: He didn't get hurt. He cried because he fumbled, so he made it look like he was. He made me. it look yeah. like he kind of, got <laughs>
1: hurt. I, I kind of agree with that one. I do too. <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean it was a shot. I mean, you know, he could have been injured, but he it, the fact is, is he'll be fine and I think he'll be the man in this one. Is San Diego not good against the run. So, it's not a bad play playing CJ Anderson and I guess Holman would be a good flex play in this one. Uh the receivers iffy. Uh San Diego has been good against the pass uh especially over the last half of the year. So, it's uh I don't know. It, it, it'll be a little bit iffy especially with Osweiler still there. Making the call on who's going to do it nowadays. I, I mean, you expect it to be Demarius because he was there for three of his first four games, uh, starting uh, three, uh, three of uh, awesome. well, Osweiler's first four games starting. But then Sanders, is kinda, you know, turned it on a little bit here and there. Owen Daniels should actually have a good game. Uh, that was a crushing blow that he had. That was he awesome. got just level, yeah. on that post play. But he played a great game, and he will have another good game against the San Diego Chargers. Does team. anyone know what his tattoo? Vernon is? Davis. Uh, What's like, that
2: tattoo uh, that he's got? Bum.
1: Um, yeah, he's a bum. I don't know.
2: It's like a snake, and it looks like it looks like he's a ninety-year-old man. It's like so worn out. Like I don't trying look to get at men's skin all that much. <laughs> anyway,
1: uh, I I like looking at men's snakes. Uh, that's see that's uh, well, it, speaking of Vernon Davis. Um, he, uh, a terrible pickup. I think we talked, I, I mentioned it, I think, at least, when, we, when he first got... Oh, the
3: those guys are fags!
1: <laughs> Pointing at D-Rex! <laughs> um, total bump. There was absolutely zero reason for the Broncos to go out and get a Vernon Davis. He had nothing left in the tank whatsoever, and he's proven it over, uh, I mean, he had one good game, I think, since he's been picked up. It's just it was just a terrible call. They should have gotten. He lost them maybe one or two games. Yeah, they needed a blocking tight end. They needed to go get somebody who could fucking run along that line so they could get Virgil Green to start running what he normally does. Virgil Green, forget. It, I'm not even going to go back. And <laughs> uh, the don't, Sorry, don't, don't
0: Virgil Green don't be going? On. Is this is this uh, August? <laughs> okay. Or four years ago or ever? <laughs> all right,
1: all right, all right. Um, otherwise, I, I, you know what? Owen Daniels is a good play. You're gonna play the the two broadcast receivers, but I wouldn't expect the world. Let's go to the next game. Do Buccaneers
2: it. at the Panthers. One thing I'm noticing: no Monday Night Football game this
0: week. No, no, never in week 17. Never is. They never week 17. No, it's, they're
1: they just, all. Their contract on was always was always... They're all on Sunday. Huh?
2: Why? It's just a contract thing. That seems yeah. weird. Ever since they extended the the, the league, well, to they, they think it's an
0: unfair advantage to have one because they play Saturdays yeah. in the playoffs. So they think it's set a fair, unfair advantage to have a team go from a Monday to a Saturday. Gotcha. Or okay,
2: it's a play thing. That makes sense. Fair enough. Um, all right, Buccaneers at Panthers.
0: Well, the Buccaneers uh, are going to have some tough matchups. Let's see, because Mike Evans gets the Josh Norman effect. They have no other NFL caliber pass catchers outside of ASJ. ASJ is touchdown or bust because
2: hail mary, hail mary, that
0: motherfucker.
2: Yeah, on right. my bench catching hail mary, catching passes. forty
0: yard hail marys with time expiring when down by two touchdowns. <laughs> so it's not even a real hail mary. It's a real just chuck it and fuck it. It was a stat patter uh, It's a chuck it and fuck it.
2: <laughs> okay, fuck it. I'm just gonna chuck it. Good old, uh, J- good old Rex Grossman line. Yep.
0: Uh, Jameis Winston, yeah, he probably won't have a great game. I think he had his worst game of the season against Carolina uh, earlier this year. But he's got a pretty established floor of, like, 12 points or so. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get 12 to 14 points out of Jameis Winston if you want it. But uh, I think he could do better. That ceiling-floor ratio just isn't there for me. So the question is, you know, Doug Martin and Charles Sims, I think you're your only real great plays here. Uh, Doug Martin, I think, lit him up earlier in the season, uh let's see he put up what was it uh 20 for 106 and a touchdown and then caught five passes for 37 yards one of his best games of the year uh so yeah I, I like doug a little bit uh plus he's just been the number two or three running back in standard scoring uh has nearly as many rushing yards as anybody in the league uh is scoring touchdowns at a good pace so yeah, I, I, I like Doug Martin. He doesn't have as many touchdowns as these other guys, or else he'd be, you know, way higher on the list. Uh, and then Charles Sims just seems to sort of get it done with his, you know, eight to ten touches every day. I think he averages uh, ten touches a week, and now he's starting to score. And now he's averaging like five point five yards a clip when he's running the ball.
2: Been saying it for weeks. The video, the eye test, he passes it. Yeah, he's just... Is is, is is it a guaranteed, is it a foregone conclusion? And maybe... I don't think he's still... No, he's not still signed. Doug Cotter, Martin re-signs with the Bucks.
0: It is not a foregone no, conclusion. No, definitely not. Uh, Dick Cotter came out today and said... Welcome back, I Dick want, Cotter. I want... I, I want... Doug Martin back on this team next year. Yes. I, I will do anything in my power to get this guy back on the offense. He's what makes us go... But yeah, they declined his fifth-year option uh, at the beginning of last season after he was early.
2: Er, before I think it was before it was before the draft last year. Yeah, they I, told they they let him know early. It's like uh, we they gave him a huge. lot of motivation. Yeah,
0: and now they're going to be paying for it this year if they want to keep him.
1: Absolutely, he's got an outside shot at the uh, the rushing title. Yeah. I, I suppose so. I mean, they'll probably feed him as much as they can. The only problem here is that Carolina has to win this game. Pretty much, you know, if they they could forfeit the home field advantage for the entire playoffs if yep. they lose these last two, you know, they lost last week to uh, Atlanta. If they Arizona's
0: lose... got a tough, tough matchup, but yes. Well, d- yes,
1: they do, but uh, yeah, exactly. They're at home, so it's uh, very different. And the Seahawks are down. You know, men a little bit, so I think it would be a little bit easier for uh, Arizona to win that one. So I, it's it's definitely something that Carolina is going to be paying attention to. They'll be working on Doug Martin as, as hard as they can to keep him in check. So it wouldn't shock me if he didn't have the greatest game, but they're going to feed him one way or another.
2: Does anybody else, whenever they see the Buccaneers games, I know this is a game is uh, in Carolina, but does anybody think whenever you see that big ship in their stadium about the uh, Warren Sapp commercials, the Bud Light up for anythings that were running for a couple years <laughs> somehow, I have no idea why but somehow they're not running anymore ever since ever since his snap in with the Super Bowl last year <laughs> where he's dropping his dough on the table with a couple bra- uh, hookers, you, you know? know, but Whenever I see that thing, I'm always like I was like, oh Sap, why are you not at my house fucking with this nice little thing in my backyard? Could you imagine when the cameras were off what was happening at that party? Oh my god. All the all the hoas that were yeah, coming yak, out of that yeah, shit. Yeah, they yak Yak li- City, bitch, they, yeah,
0: Yak Yak City. Yeah,
2: they were literally acting like pirates.
3: They were <laughs> up for anything. <laughs> and then, uh, one thing
2: Sap's name is on the ring of fame there. How many more times does he have to get arrested before you pull your name down? Never, never, you never. Once you're up, you're
0: good. Doesn't matter. I, it. I mean, what do you just suddenly go to the stadium one day and it's gone? Because you can't make an announcement about it. You maybe just gotta. A, maybe there's
3: an
2: <laughs> asterisk.
0: Yeah. Maybe there's an like, asterisk. They take away a letter at a
1: time. And, and like nobody will notice if this P is gone. Well,
2: they they changed it to an ad, ad for zap? Zap, SAP. It's like a now an ad up there. <laughs> the <back> there. <laughs> yeah, Alright,
0: right, so Carolina is Jonathan Stewart back this week?
1: I don't think so. Um, I, I, I I mean, I, I don't think so, no. Um, I think that they roll out an artist's pain. Again, I think that they feel like they can win without him. And, you know, why not just get him completely healthy? You're going to have a bye week if you win. Uh, I think they're going to have a bye week either way. But uh, I, I think they just want to get him healthy for sure going into the playoffs. I don't see a reason to play him very much against the Bucks. Uh, Artist Payne, You might as well see what you get. You got. don't want a thousand yard season for Jonathan Stewart. I'm sure he would like a thousand yard season, but I'm not entirely sure that. Uh, listen, I, th- I think health is the most important thing, especially when you got a team that c- it could really vibe for it all. I mean, he, he could. They could seriously win it all this year, and you want you know all hands on deck. And if Jonathan Stewart. If they play him week 17 and he injures himself, I mean, can you imagine uh, the, the, the backlash from that? He didn't practice today. So, I mean, that's, you yeah, know, there was, there was hope that he, he would practice today and see that maybe he would maybe play week 17. But the fact that he didn't practice today pretty much says to me that he's out. So, I, I wouldn't expect it. Watch watch till the end. You know, I would definitely watch on Sunday to see if maybe out of nowhere he plays. But I wouldn't expect it. So, Artist Payne, um, I think, will get the start. He showed pretty well last week. Uh, the rest of the guys didn't do much of anything. As a matter of fact, Whitaker, I think uh, they might have thrown on IR. Uh, he got, he got injured. Um, he actually played decent. And uh, you know,
0: why did they only give Cameron Artist Payne six touches?
1: <sighs> it. Uh, you know what? I, why? <laughs> it was a strange game. Why? <laughs> I mean, it was a really strange game in general. I mean, there's no Atlanta had no business beating him, but they
2: did. Me, he killed me in DFS. I had him rolling.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah. No, it was. He averaged like ten yards of fucking touch. Yeah. Those motherfuckers. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, he's gonna he's gonna be the guy this week, and uh, he's not a bad play. Not a bad DFS play. Not a bad uh, you know RB two play for your fantasy team if you have to be in Tolbert for the vulture. I would I would definitely expect a vulture from Tolbert this week. Um, and Ted Ginn healthy? Uh, yes and no. I mean, he's not uh, completely healthy, but he's healthy enough that he'll give it a go, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, what, what they do against Tampa Bay in terms of the passing game, I don't know. Uh, I expect them to run a bunch. I don't know. It's I don't expect there to be a ton of scoring in this one, to be quite honest. Do you think it's a be slap fest? Yeah, basically. Carolina t- takes the win. But it could be a you know twenty seven twenty one game, not a whole hell of a lot going on. Cam Newton should probably get uh, you know another touchdown. It, I mean, it's kind of what he does. But I mean, he's averaged two throwing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns a game, and a rushing touchdown every other game, even a little bit more than a rushing touchdown every other game. The guy's freaking amazing and go off any single game. But I do expect this to be a bit lower scoring, kind of a sloppy type of game, uh, end of the season type of thing, or. Tampa Bay isn't playing for anything, and Carolina has pretty much things wrapped up and know they're going to win. Division. Yeah,
0: it's a division game. They're yeah. always sloppy. It's, yeah. like, it's like it's
2: like it's like and Stag Party on Tinder. Ooh. Oh, boy. My Tinder game. Bellverde. Oh, hey. Is your Tinder game good right now? Oh, my Tinder game is so strong. You're, you're on. You want to know what it is? And you gotta you gotta thank me. It's a haircut. How much more ass are you get since you went to the haircut? The picture is still the same. Doesn't it, the pitch is different? But once the meetup is now, <laughs> wow, he's better looking than he was in the picture. Yeah, oh my god, that's the upgrade. We, we, you and I both know you go there like, how the fuck did she pull off that picture? It's like, do I look like I did on Tinder? No. Don't ask that. No. Don't what ask the that fuck question. You don't you know. ruining my night, you dumb bitch. Um, yes, you look exactly like it. Hold on, i got to go barf. <laughs> right, um, so on to the next
0: one. Seattle We're at sponsored Arizona. sponsored by
2: Tinder. Sorry, that was a pyro promo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we should have sponsored by Grindr.
2: <laughs> this is true. That's Houdini.
0: <laughs> Seattle Still and Arizona. Funny. Still funny. <laughs> so, Russell Wilson is very good, except the matchup is tough as shit even though he will probably rush for like 50 or 60 yards. So that'll give you a nice, safe floor. In DFS, I don't really like riding with the Russell Wilson. I don't think he's got the ceiling.
1: That's where he gets uh, a lot of... He averages right around like 16, 17, 18 points against this uh, Arizona team. But usually five, six, seven of it come from rushing. So you're depending on him getting those rushing yards. If he doesn't get those rushing yards, you're not going to
0: be happy. He's going to get the rushing yards, but... He's not gonna give very much in the passing yards the last time like he' st- the the game before his hot streak started was against Arizona and then since then he's gone out for like five straight 20-point games and some of them a lot more um, but basically 240 in, in a touchdown and then 40 50 yards rushing
1: yeah I mean if it says anything uh everybody was Concerned about the honey badger being out and how would that affect the defense and maybe Green Bay would go off. Aaron Rodgers, 151 yards, one touchdown, one interception, less than double digit fantasy
0: points. We gotta say, Seattle's offense is better. Then Green Bay Green Bays. for sure at this, this
1: time break. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, are they
0: able to rush the ball is Christy Michael able to do anything is Bryce Brown able to do anything they Bryce were thinking Jackson. about
1: getting Marshawn Lynch back this week but um, they nope. tried him out today and they said no and they said he's out for sure um, that rushing attack otherwise is abysmal Uh to, Christine Michael and Bryce Brown. Neither one of them can get it done. I don't expect anything out of either one of them. It wouldn't shock me if, again, Fred Jackson happened to lead uh, the backfield in fantasy points this week. I don't know how he did it last week. It was kind of an anomaly, but I don't expect anything out of any of those three guys. If they're going to do anything, it's going to have to be through the air and through uh, Russell Wilson You know, running around a little bit. Uh, It looks like Luke Wilson um, might be out for this one, so Cooper Helfett. You know, had uh, had all the points for him last week from the tight end position. Oh, a,
0: that's an interesting stream. At he's actually not too bad. He's
1: actually a really he can catch the ball and he can bust a. Can I be uh, honest, yeah. never even heard of that guy's name in my life.
0: I think really? he had a two really? or three Cooper
2: Healther. I think he, he Sounds a, like a guy that like
1: went an Ivy leaguer. I
2: really agree don't put the boat in the water. I think think he might away. be an
1: Ivy leaguer. No, I think about it. Um,
0: Cooper Healther. Uh-oh. He had a two touchdown game last season. Yeah, no, he could he play. He went to Duke, so close to an Ivy leaguer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: oh, you ever no. met a person from Duke? They're just they're just bitter that they couldn't get into an Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, didn't and and they, they
2: not Well, I love dad. Sarah Chambers. Did Vanilla go there? No, he went to Vanderbilt. Oh, same, sure. but that's the same yeah. exact fucking thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if Annabelle's the same
0: exact thing Like, like that,
1: losing
2: fans
0: like by the just second a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah. you You're cool, fuck you oh, Those guys are fucked!
1: <laughs> oh no, there we go uh, They're all gone now Uh We could just keep talking about
0: Arizona
1: <laughs> Pear pie
0: Arizona
1: Arizona Um yeah, it's the uh, I mean, David Johnson show. Uh, Carson Palmer is going for. Uh, listen, they're fighting for possible home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Uh, they What they've done this year is, I don't want to say it's nothing short of amazing because, to be quite honest, I expect it. I think you guys all expected it. Uh, with Carson Palmer under center, this team is out of control. Good. Out of control, good. You got an, an insane wide receiving core. You even got a couple of good tight ends. Jared Fells is. Not the end all be all, but he's gigantic. And then your backup is a Jermaine Gresham. The both of them can block, and both of them can actually catch the ball. Or gigantic. <laughs> yeah, they're both gigantic. Enormous. Uh, I mean, David Johnson's obviously running well. Andre Ellington is. Uh, well, that's
2: a first rounder that we didn't mention.
0: Potentially. Potential.
1: I'll go on that potential
2: any day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll take him in the first round over a lot over over six, DeAndre
0: under six hundred rushing yards. You'll take in the first round. <laughs>
2: Eight touchdowns? <laughs> Listen, he's got a lot of, he's got a lot, yeah, he's got a lot of eight, but he's got four, doesn't he have four catching? He's doing return yards. They have found out. Got the they, Andre, Andre, they won't Allentine. do return
0: yards and everything. Yeah, he, like won't, he won't do that.
1: They found out what Andre Allentine is, and it isn't a threat to David Johnson. Chris Johnson, however, might be another story. We'll see what they do with him in the offseason. That's going <laughs> to well, be. Also, good. remember,
0: yeah, yeah. let's see what they do with him in the playoffs.
1: You know, he can only come back for the Super Bowl. That's the only, he can't even I'm come off sh- the uh, IR until the Super Bowl.
0: And the He's Arizona a- Cardinals are my pick for the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: True. They were mine a few weeks ago, against, or about five, five weeks ago, they were
1: mine against the Bengals. Uh, but I don't
2: know.
0: If Arizona, Arizona, sort of Arizona
1: ends up having to play in Carolina, don't care. You think Arizona beats them?
0: Oh, yeah. Josh Norman can't cover all three receivers last time I checked. No. Nope. Who's going to pick Larry? Four. Fitzger- they got four now. Who's gonna carry Larry Fitzgerald in the slot? Yeah, Tillman How? can take him. Not in the slot?
1: Tillman, uh, why not? Because
0: Tillman doesn't play the slot!
1: But Tillman plays Fitzgerald. If you remember, every time that the Bears would, would toss him out there, he'd be Larry Fitzgerald didn't
0: used to play in the slot. This is sort of a new thing. This is this year. So what? The playoffs, he, man. If it comes down to it, then who's it. gonna cover Michael Floyd? He's gonna go off for 150
1: then. And he looks,
2: he looks, he looks <laughs> he like does. he looks like he's hitting his stride. <laughs> he is hitting his stride. And then they're gonna
0: hit to Darren Phils, and then David Johnson's gonna take chunks. Like, I don't think they can stop the Browns. The
2: Browns, John, John Jaron. You got, you got JJ. That's They that. got a lot of weapons. It but is, it's a tough one. To be honest, Carson Palmer's gonna have to clean it up a little bit. He's making a lot of errant throws if they're gonna be a Super Bowl team. He needs to be kinda of flawless. Uh, I think, but I I like I definitely like, I would love to see uh, a twilight of his career uh, Larry Fitzgerald get back into the Super Bowl, came up just short against those uh, Steelers and that amazing Super Bowl back uh, you know, whatever 10 or so,
1: that would be sick to get the Cardinals back there They lost to the Cardinals in the playoffs last year, granted it was Ryan Lindley who I don't even know who the fucking quarterback was at that point Totally different story, but they do have a little payback on their minds. So. They lost to yeah. Carolina in the playoffs? Yeah. Wow.
2: That's awesome. I love that matchup.
1: And I, I, I do love, too. I that's, love that's a lot what I want to see. of... I
2: love the, the Broncos-Patriots uh, or... Who else would it be from the... Eh, it's probably going to be the Broncos-Patriots. It's going to be sweet plus
1: oh. it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. With all the injuries, just all the randoms starting and playing nowadays, I mean... Who the fuck knows at this point? Oh. Uh, seriously, football's great. Uh, it's, it's God so is good. God is great. So start
0: all the cardinal receivers this week, or Richard Sherman it sounds about right. Who's it going to be on? John Brown, most likely.
2: I mean, no, Kenny, no Britt, void. Kenny Britt. Beat, sides. Did you see Kenny Britt beat? See Kenny Britt beat Sherman last, this week.
3: Yeah, yeah. He can do
2: one it, play though. I know, but if he can do it, then any friggin' wide receiver, the weight, the speed that those guys have, oh, can no, do it. Don't take away anything from Kenny Britt, Richard Sherman. Fair enough. But if he can do it, then, then any any of those five wide receivers on the Cardinals can up.
0: Yeah, Richard Sherman, in terms of you know passer rating against, still top five corner. So he's hey, still, I'm not taking it. Still don't away. Mess with him.
1: <laughs> No, he's great. He's a great player. But I hey, think, can you imagine if if Kenny Britt was lined up, say, with Tom Brady.
0: Or Carson Palmer.
1: For the last five years. I don't know. Instead of uh, in Tennessee with, uh, God, who... who, who Vince Young? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, okay, Vince Young for here and there, but uh, Jake Locker, you know, on and off or whatever. His Locker, he retired, right? Yeah, he retired. And then uh, in St. Louis, I mean, Kenny Brett has talent and a half, and he... He kicked ass with frickin' Vince Young. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't take away anything from that. Uh, 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 that was
0: an outstanding...
2: It was great separation on the, on the nice on he made, so I, I can't knock on him. Let's not
0: talk too much about Kenny Britt. We're fucking fooling yeah. ourselves. Are we talking
2: about football, or are we talking about... Um, you were talking we about, about uh, Navy,
1: uh, army bases. If Kenny Britt could, could could beat that jag off on the side there, then any Arizona... i said that. And, well, uh, Kenny Britt's actually really good, and, it, I mean, yes, I think that... Any of those guys probably could beat Sherman on the on the side, Sherman on the side, but not, I don't know. Not as easily. Fair enough. Let's move on. I say shit just to say shit sometimes.
2: <laughs> uh, anything else to say on the Cardinals? Have we talked about Doug Baldwin? Enough.
0: Doug Baldwin. Oh, we're done.
2: We're done? We move on?
1: I mean, Baldwin. I mean, did you say anything about Doug Baldwin? Gotta start him. start him even if it's Peterson on him, which it will be.
0: Yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do?
1: Would you sit him like you normally would all season except for the last five games?
0: And then he'll score ten touchdowns over that span so you'd look like a dumbass. (laughs) I just want to say
1: it because it's the last
2: game of the season. Rawls, get to the chopper! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Mr. Tenny Stagman, every time we talk about Rawls and that trade that I didn't make, he goes, Rawls! This is a Predator line by uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, That's his I'm nickname, gonna... by the way, and we got it first. Rawls's nickname is not uh, Beast Mode Jr. It's
1: get to the chopper. Yep. Four for 36. That's what Baldwin does this, Baldwin does this week. Okay. No touchdown, nothing. Four for 36.
2: Love it. Um, actually a great guy to follow on Facebook. If you guys are Facebook fans out there listening, Baldwin's an inspiring guy. He actually does his own posts and uh, does some great stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't love him as a fantasy player like Stags Doug Baldwin, but what have
0: I ever claimed to loving Doug Baldwin? No, I'm saying the (laughs) opposite. I know you don't.
2: I'm saying the opposite. Like you, I don't. I I don't love him. Uh, uh, But he's good. He's a good dude. All right, Uh, Rams at the 49ers.
0: Oh, Todd Gurley's got a great fucking matchup. Yay. Week 17, wish championship. Wish it was one week before. Oh, except he still, what, scored 16 points last week?
1: Uh, still, still wish it was one week before. Yeah. He scored us enough maybe to win the championship. True. Um, yeah, you're starting a your girly. Yeah. And it's obviously a nice one for you. So and uh, starting
0: Tevon Austin? I, I, yeah. Flexish? Yeah. He's He's got flex appeal. Oh,
1: no! As long as Kenny Britt's on a roll. Sit him again. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get I was extra... going to say, on a roll. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I
0: think we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah.
2: If you get extra points for getting drunk and uh, possibly a sexual harassment case on an Army base uh, in your league, then then start him. Other than that, he's on your back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How do I get... And uh, that's, that's it for that the Rams. Change. I don't know what else to say about the Rams.
0: I a just Force Base. Go, uh, go <laughs> sexually harass
2: Go Drive to Kentucky. They're all over the place.
1: All over the place. Uh, that's it for the Rams. I mean, you're not starting anybody else. Girly, good to go. Uh, Tavon Austin, iffy, but uh, worth a flex play. And I would talk about the... F-
0: nope.
3: No.
1: No, you're not.
2: No. Continue. <laughs>
3: Continue. <laughs> Other team. 49ers. Uh, here's a
2: question I got for, for that team. Uh... What are they doing? a the quarterback uh, running into the next season, obviously trying to find one, but yeah. you
0: paid you know Foles thirteen million dollars next year, so that that's a sunk cost. It's a real bummer. Um, so you're gonna finish you know seven and nine or so, or eight and eight, and you're not gonna be able to draft one. Yeah. So they're in quarterback hell. Maybe they go back with Sam Bradford.
1: Um, I agree. Maybe? I, I don't even know what the. Uh, I don't want to do not That's the last thing I want to talk I don't want to talk about the Rams quarterback situation. You know what? One thing I brought up. Uh, nah, let's go on. Uh, 49ers. <laughs> uh, you got your Dewan no. Harris? No. It's worth a flex play.
0: So was Christy Michael last week on that turnout.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good point. Good point. Is Dewan Harris going to be back at the car, uh, back at the car dealership next season? I mean, season? apparently
0: depth is needed at the running back position, so probably not. <laughs> He's looked pretty good. It's true; he has
1: looked pretty good. <laughs> San Fran's at home. Go out with a winner. Who knows? I
3: don't
1: know. Listen, it's either that or Jared Hain running the ball. And how many times
2: uh-huh. has that guy been cut, cut and brought back?
1: Hey, it was. Okay. Uh, you know, it's it's it, DeJuan Harris. It, he is he's not a bad. Uh, he's not actually a bad flex play for you this week. He'll get a ton of touches uh, against this Rams team, and you can't run against the Rams. So it's, I mean, granted, Christian Michael couldn't do it, and uh, it was a really weird game last week. But uh, San Fran. They're going to run Dewan Harris. What about
2: uh, for DFS or even um, the, even other leagues?
1: Uh, Vance McDonald that is had uh, probably his best career game. Had a nice game. Had a nice game. And he, I mean, he wouldn't be a terrible play this week either. Uh, to be honest, I think they want to see what they have and, and get him rolling for next year because he's going to be their their tight end of the future. He was a second rounder. Three Blake years, Bell is, two years ago, three years uh, ago. Yeah, Blake he's Bell. Yeah, Blake rounder. Bell's a good one too. They have two good tight ends there. Um, but they want to get uh, McDonald rolling, and McDonald did roll last week, and he's uh, a pretty good play against the St. Louis uh, defense. Team. They've given it up to the tight end this year. Speaking of oh, giving uh, it up to is, tight ends in San Francisco.
3: Oh, those guys are facts!
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, that was about as predictable as it gets, but yes. I don't know.
2: Hey, I'm the only guy in the room that's partied in the Castro. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, yeah, probably. Hey, I had I had coworkers. <laughs> um That's,
1: yeah, that's all, all I guys. got. That's <laughs> all with it. That's all there. Bolden will Actually, he's on some sort of threshold right now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, I'm sucking.
1: And
2: he said he's saying he wants to come back to the Niners, which
0: What I, a fucking I idiot. Yeah, <laughs>
2: what the hell? You got you got like two more years left in the, in the in the league. Go to a team and be a second or third. Go uh, back field. to the Ravens,
0: bro. You and Steve Smith form the oldest best Wide receiver combo in the league. Yeah, uh, he's
1: on no threshold. Uh, no, that's
0: yeah, that's it.
2: All right, nice work. And then this is Sunday night football in America: Vikings at the Packers. We'll start with the Vikings. It's pretty hard to believe uh, that Adrian Peterson actually, and I felt that he was underused all season, again and again. It just shows you how the numbers. Were. Only wide, only um, running back with over 300 carries on the season. And just to think about the dud of the game, getting injured a couple weeks ago. He just hasn't had these... There was moments where, if you think about it, if the first game, if the fourth game, if he didn't get hurt in that Bears game, he could be a 2,000-yard... This could have been a 2,000-yard season for him. Uh, hard to hit. I get it. But... Um, Just weird that he got that many opportunities, had so many great bundled up moments. But overall, any owner out there that's listening isn't thinking that they got uh, with Adrian Peterson as a top five pick what they drafted, and that's kind of weird. That's just it's. it's,
1: Well, am I too hard of a critic? Yeah. (laughs) Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, that's a bit too hard. But I'll tell you what the the problem here is. I did
2: feel the same way about Le'Veon Bell when he came back. I was just like, he's good, but. I guess I just always want, like, 40-point games.
0: <laughs> you <can> only <laughs> get so many of those. Yeah, you can't only get so many. On my
1: team, you better Here's get the thing. More. Nobody is afraid of what the Vikings do in the passing game. They have receivers there. It's not like they, no, they don't. don't have receivers. I, yes, no, they, they don't.
0: They have really? Stephon Diggs
1: and no receivers. Stefan Diggs, Charles Johnson, no. and Mike Wallace. Actually, if you throw Tom Brady out there, those guys are all 1,000-yard receivers. All three of them get a thousand yards <laughs> this year. I love it. Holy hyperbole! Hey, by a guy that hates Tom Brady, this yeah. is this is
2: double trouble. I mean, there's no way to test this. No, there is
0: no way to test this, uh, man. Madden? <laughs> Madden simulator? It'd have to be simulation because if I did it, I could get yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Like Charles Johnson's done. A whole hell of a lot of nothing. Hasn't played snaps. Hasn't made big plays. Hasn't caught the ball when called upon. Has just been like, oh my god, has that guy been disappointing this season. And Mike Wallace can't even catch half his targets if we're lucky. Like
1: Most uh, overpaid player in sports. And that's understandable. I understand the Wallace call with you and... Maybe not with a Wallace. That's fine. He's a, a one-trick pony, and if the pony that, that, is limping, you got you're fucked.
0: The pony's <laughs> limping, and your quarterback can't throw to the pony. Like, it's like that's the thing.
1: He's got nobody's afraid, and that's that was my point. we were talking about yeah. AP. Nobody's afraid of Bridgewater. Nobody's afraid of the offense with Bridgewater running it. Bridgewater showed that he actually can step up and have a, an insane game like he did a couple weeks ago. A few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, whatever it was. But the that fact that matters right. is that the reason why AP didn't get 2,000 yards, the reason why he isn't getting those insane fantasy games, is because they're stacking the line. They're throwing eight in the box against him, and he can only do so much. He's leading the league in rushing yards. He's leading the league in rushing attempts. He's second in fantasy points. Uh, he's got uh, double-digit touchdowns again. And that's all against a stacked front. That's impressive. That's impressive. So yeah, I mean yeah, are you a little harsh on him? Sure, but it's also understandable because it's the offense, not him. It's the entire, it's the situation. It's strange because it's Norv Turner, and you would expect more out of Norv Turner's offense. You would expect it to be a little more dynamic, but it's not. They haven't opened it up. They haven't let uh, Bridgewater do anything, basically.
0: I just don't know if he's able to throw it down the field. I don't, I don't need the vertical stretch. Oh, no, he's not. That's what Norv Turner does. He's got a vertical stretch offense with a dynamic run game. If he doesn't have a quarterback who can throw it down the field, how the fuck does it work?
1: Well, that, that's what
0: I'm saying. You <laughs> There's got to be
1: some changes in this offseason. Something's got to change. Because you can't keep running AP into the ground. Run him into the ground while you have Bridgewater's or QB. All of a sudden, Peterson's gone in a couple of years. And you're stuck with a uh, with uh, Bridgewater's or QB who hasn't learned how to actually play NFL football yet. And it, it, they got to do something to progress this offense past what they're doing.
2: Hey, bud. What's your problem? The problem is right now a noodle arm on Bridgewater, and I agree they got to make some major changes. I think long term, I don't know if Bridgewater's much more than a than, than, a, uh, than a than a second string quarterback in this league. I hate to say that, and there's points in the league, it, during this season where people were touting Bridgewater and saying he's Montana esque and he's a game manager at best. He's like Ty
1: Detmer, uh, upside.
2: No, oh, you know what he is. He
0: looks like Ty Detmer. Now, he, if, if
1: Minnesota keeps building this defense, which has the potential to be an awesome defense, it really does. It has some really good parts there. If they can build this defense to the point of, say, Baltimore, he's the Dilfer. You know, yeah, yeah. he's that type of quarterback who can keep things in order, not turn the ball over all you know all that much, make plays when it need, they need to be made. Just as long as you have a good enough offense with AP around, that could work. But you're just sticking up for him because he does the commercials for
2: uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. He's this. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I that's th- that's uh, just sort of th- for the audience. That's uh, dogmatic is cabin stabbing uh, is I, stabbing
1: cabin. That's where he gets his damage done. B W W. You know what? If cable was a little cheaper and I was able to get some other things, maybe. But no, you're right. I gotta go to B Dub's. B Dub's. hey, it works. All right, should we... AP's playable. Um, obviously, I think Kyle Rudolph is playable in this game. It's been terrible against uh, tight ends. And if I remember correctly, I'm not looking at it, but Rudolph kicked the crap out of them in, the, in their last game. They get over 100 yards and a touchdown against the Pack uh, in the last game. That's a playable option right there. Otherwise, nobody else on Minnesota. It's just not uh, dependable. Rudolph you know, hold on
2: one thing. Rudolph has a possibility if he had a, a, even a has a nice game in this one, has a possibility to um, go top ten for tight end on the season.
0: And really? it's sad because it's fucking his season was disappointing.
2: Terrible. Like,
0: uh, it's like oh, you've had one good game. Oh,
1: thanks. It's state of uh, the fantasy sports, man. That's, that's the state so of
0: tight tight ends. Weird. Ugly and tight ends didn't have that many injuries. No, that's that. Tight end's we'll great with the top
1: fives, but Gates only playing ten games. Uh, Julius Thomas, that's 11. the guy he'll pass. Jimmy Graham, eleven. Charles Clay, you know, thirteen.
0: Uh, let's not put Charles Clay in that same.
1: I'm echelon. putting Charles Clay <laughs> right up there. Jimmy Graham, he's been a perennial 17th. top ten uh, fantasy guy. Completely underestimated. That's why one Buffalo signed one top ten him. season. That's why Buffalo signed him.
0: <laughs> one top
1: ten season. He, he did dunk. not. He got up injured to the
0: he in like out. nine games.
1: Well, here's per one thing game saying. basis. The guys, <laughs> the guys, on, the guy has all the tools. But either way, all right, you're right. But still. Zach Miller, more point. He's gonna finish the season better than Graham and Clay. Yeah. I love that. So many injuries. It's just out of control how many injuries and stuff. So, anyway, yes, uh, it's possible Rudolph does end up in the top uh, Top 10 this year. Strange. Green base out of the ball. What do you got? God, was he getting crushed in that game.
2: The offensive line. Beluga gets injured. He was such an iron man for his first few years in the league where he was just never. Now that guy gets hurt every play. God, but just, Aaron Rodgers ain't a happy camper. We've been talking about it, and you guys have brought it up many times. That, without Jordan, uh, Jordy, without Nelson, that wide receiver crew is so slow. There's no question they're going to go out and sign someone, or they're going to be drafting a number of uh, wide receivers to try and get a great connection, other than Jordy, with the Rodgers. But it is... As someone that was going against uh, uh, Rodgers and someone that never drafts him, because I do think he's he's a letdown. He doesn't pull enough huge games. He doesn't really bring too many championships. I think he did in like 2010 when they won won the Super Bowl. But I stay away from that guy because he just goes too high. Um, Rodgers, and, and, Rodgers, yeah. what I say? Yeah, yeah. misses Um But overall, I think it was a it was a tough game for him. It's it's troublesome. I think Green Bay is not a powers and number team anymore. They're gonna have, if somebody's really gonna have to do something in the offseason, like you, you said the Vikings, it is Green Bay. And Jordy just coming back off an injury ain't all of a sudden just gonna be like, oh, we're back we're back to the promised land in the good old days.
0: I think if they draft one good offensive lineman and Jordy comes back off of injury, they are back to the promised land. <laughs>
2: I think yeah, what,
0: maybe, maybe I'm just hopeful.
2: I don't like I I, I think I think Cobb's overrated. And uh with, with Jordy like in the lineup, maybe you're right. But who's the Fresno kid again? Number seventeen. I'm speaking Devontae, Devontae Adams. He is just—he's just mediokes.
0: No, he, he's awful. He's yeah. like the worst wide receiver yeah. in the league. Yeah,
2: he's not—he's not. He enough.
1: actually is the worst
0: wide receiver yeah. league By in. PFF.
1: Yeah, yards per. Rob, um, Rob. He's target. He's, or whatever
2: he's dumb. They need—they need to replace him
1: with a piece of talent. And it's not James Jones. Come on. They need
2: it's to get James hey, Jones.
1: No, it's not. But it can be. But they have a couple other guys there that can. It's uh, not
0: Jordan Arberdarius.
1: Jared Arberdarius, dude, the kid can play. No. Montgomery. But he is he too dropped small. the ball.
0: No, I like Ty Montgomery, Montgomery is the for most sure. likely guy. Yeah. Who's gonna usurp the role?
1: But they and, always have guys waiting in the wings, which is fine. It's, I mean, it's not Jaris, It's not you know Jeff Janice, Sorry, not Jeff Janice And uh, no, you're right. It won't be Arberdarius, but. Uh, uh, Montgomery is right there To take over the role But he's injury prone That guy's too small
0: He's only had one Year in the league And what makes him small?
1: Montgomery's actually big He's a little bigger Than you think he, You would think he's small But he's not He's actually a Jeez, I think he's what, 220?
0: Yeah, he's a big dude, 210, 215.
1: Alright, yeah. My bad. Yeah, no, he's a little he's a little bit
0: bigger. He he's, more, a tr- I, he's a former... He was
2: th- I ex- thought he they they wanted him to be, yeah, maybe he's bigger than Cobb. I thought he was a little smaller. My bad.
0: He is a basically former running back who switched to wide receiver at Stanford. So he's got some girth to him.
1: Yeah. Um who are you gonna play in this game? Lacey? I think they uh I think they're they're back on the Lacey train. And here's the thing. I've kind of figured this out. is a bit of a mutter. When it comes to a field where you can't use speed, there's no, no need in using Starks. You might as well get the guy who can bowl you over. If, no, if nobody can use their speed to their advantage, you might as well use the guy who can bowl you over. And that's a Lacey. So Lacey is kind of the guy, I feel, that is, is worthwhile using in a game like this. He had a good game against Minnesota, I think, the first one that they played. Um, if, you, if you want to look that up real quick, I, I believe...
0: Yeah, 100 yards and one catch for six.
1: Okay. So, I mean, that's not too bad. I mean, especially against this Minnesota defense, which was good at that point. And went through a little lull, but they're back to health. So, I mean, they may be tough again, but they, that's... I mean, he did it against them when they were healthy in the first place. Well, so
0: that, that was a game flow type of game. This was when uh, he was still sort of in that... He was coming off that injury... Uh, it was sort of that point in the season where everything was falling apart for Green Bay. It's about, when that, that was about week six, wasn't it?
1: Week we, eight? Week, week, t- week 11. Against okay, Oh, that's right. Uh, so gonna, then
0: okay. they jumped out to a big early lead. Their defense got some scores. And then they just rode Lacey all game long. So that was a little bit of game flow dependent. they 22 carries. Uh, I think he's had what, one game with more this season. Ugh. I don't know. They'll be at home, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, the night game, final
1: game of the season, Green Bay kind of likes, especially Rodgers likes playing in the limelight a little bit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's uh, You're
0: saying there's a chance?
1: I'm saying there's a chance. They're playing for their division, too. Uh, this is a who, whoever wins this game wins the division, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, whoever wins Good this doing. game wins the division. So when it matters, I think I'd rather trust Rodgers and the Packers' offense and what they're doing there than Minnesota, to be quite honest. So, Rodgers, in knowing that he knows how to do it, he's going to use Lacey correctly. And I believe that Think about has, how
2: many times you guys have said that, though, this year, and Rodgers has then
1: stunk it up. And you're like, is Rodgers not Rodgers anymore? Well, he'll use Lacey correctly. I didn't say that he'll be any better. Okay. I haven't ranked under Alex Smith this week. Okay. There, and Alex fair, Smith fair, isn't fair, assured okay. of playing the whole game yet. <laughs> there
2: you go. Okay, so that, 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 okay, good. I like that. All right. I like that. Okay. So what, what is that rank? What's his, what's Aaron Rodgers rank this week?
1: Uh, 14. I, I'm actually predicting. Is that the lowest you've ever had him in your life? Pretty close. Pretty close. He's outside of the range. Listen, he, it's getting to the point where it's, I, I wouldn't play him if I had him as my number one. If I had somebody else, if I had, you know, I mean, Kurt Cousins, who I'm not, not this week, but if I had Brian Hoare this week, I'd play him over Oh, that's awesome. If I had Fitz, you know Fitz Magic, I'd play him over. If I had Matt Ryan this week, I'd play him over Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and that's no—that's no joke. Ryan has been awful this year. Oh yeah. But Ryan against the Saints, I'd play him over Rodgers any day, for sure. That's all right. So We good? We good here, fellas? Pretty much. I mean, I, last did I want to say anything about the Packers receivers situation or no? Does everybody know it? It's you're fucked.
0: James Jones? Maybe. Maybe in the hoodie.
1: <laughs> he's always wearing with the hoodie sleeps. now And he's done sleeps. shit with the hoodie on a few times So with the sleeps. hoodie ain't
2: the, the yeah, hoodie At least he's
1: easily identifiable Out there yeah. You can see that it's him uh, Sometimes I can't tell who the fuck If out. I were it's him I would actually put the hoodie over the helmet
0: I'd put it over <laughs>
2: I like how. He how is it gonna affect you? It's I not. It's, how it's gonna affect have, you. Hand the thing over and be like running around.
1: Do you know how many guys up? out there it's would call him an Uncle Tom? Freaking KKK. Fuck with that thing sticking up on his helmet. Edit. Just kidding. <laughs> what
0: do you call The thing is, he should just put it over his nameplate so nobody knows who the fuck he is because that's what he's playing like. That's Pretty much a jag.
2: <laughs> I like the way you use jag a couple times
1: to the show. The jag James Jones, not the. It's the JJJ. It's his version. Alliteration.
3: Oh, what yeah. all about alliteration? What up, buddy?
2: What up? Um, all right. Last thing I want to say again, guys. One quick pyro promo. Hit us up with a review on iTunes. People have been doing it lately again, which is great. Uh, Give us a five-star rating. Give us a quick uh, write-up on why you like the Pyro Podcast. It helps us. It gives you good karma. If we've helped you win a championship or do better than you were doing before in fantasy football, before listening to us, just give it a little back. It really helps us out. Uh, We'll be working, literally, uh, starting the concept, the draft kit. We're having a nice Pyro uh, Camp David uh, The first week of January We'll be doing a podcast before then for sure uh, But we're going to be working on um, Concept in 2016 Season, the draft kit And that will be back out again this year In, in uh, April, it will be a bit different Now it will be uh, As a Excel file That you can get, but also There will be an online in your Dashboard version of it So you can have it online, which is going to be Super exciting we're all ready to start working on that. That'll be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back on that. I, I would play Rogers over Alex Smith. I don't. I really. I do think that Alex Smith is gonna play the whole game because I think the Chiefs. I, th- I think the Broncos game is gonna be really close with San Diego, so I think the Chiefs are gonna be forced to play the whole game. Uh, so I really do think Alex Smith is gonna play it all, but I don't know. All right. Anyway, sorry. I Last
2: thing I'll say is thanks again, guys. And uh, I'm thanking you behalf uh, on behalf of all the the emails and our second opinions and messages we've gotten over Twitter, which is Twitter.com forward slash p y r o m a n. The number one AC. We're on Facebook.com forward slash pyromaniac. A lot of people that we've given advice to through the Pyro Pro package, through our draft kit, through this podcast. Through um, social media, through direct emails that each of us get from fans and, uh, and, and, and listeners and disciples. A lot, a lot of our people won this weekend. And that is awesome. And we're just trying to give you the information. We're not Nostrad- Nostradamus. We're not perfect. We got some real smart guys here. And I'm looking at you, dog. I'm looking at you, stag party. Houdini's got a lot of great insight, and we've got oh, Kania doing a great job. We got Valverde doing a great job. Suit's helping out along the way. Pyromaniac Mo doing stuff so. Fairway K, a new addition to the mix. Am I leaving anyone out there? Um Probably. Yeah, <laughs> Val Mo? I said Valverde, okay, I got yeah. Mo. Anyway, these guys, if I left you out, it's like getting the Oscar OC? Award you and leaving OC? your wife out. Oh, OC OC. Yeah. OC is the number one killer The stunner um, But thank you so much for all the advice You guys have given me Have given our listeners There's nothing like what you guys can bring to the table From a fantasy football Drop in the knowledge fantasy goo perspective Check out the Pyro Podcast Light that we do on a weekly basis Mo is actually going to be doing In the off season moves it a little bit more Over to the fantasy football talks and he's already got the uh, the owner. I'm spacing his name right now, and I'm, we've already shut our machines down. Uh, the owner of Four for Four is going to be his first dot uh, com. Is going to be his first interview, and that is a great website, a site that all of us like and, and use. And he's going to be talking to him as his first fantasy football talk. But it's the
0: rankings be expert or the owner?
2: The owner. owner. I think it's the
0: same guy. John Paulson's the yeah. rankings. Okay, not
2: not Paulson. The owner.
0: Uh, Jeff Scott, I think. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't, I, I, Speaking
0: of which, I tried to apply to the Fantasy Sports Writers Association yesterday, and their their form keeps just bouncing back after I filled it out. So I'm a little upset with the Fantasy Sports Writers Association right now.
2: It's a waste of money.
0: It's only, it's only forty bucks a year for me, uh, the person.
1: Sorry, Rick Wolf. Well, oh yeah, you talking about? Oh, the Fantasy oh, Sports. Sports, right, okay, I thought you were talking about the Fantasy Sports Trade Association, that's... Oh, long that's
2: long Rick, long. sorry, that's that's yeah. Rick Wolf, sorry, okay, well, you know Houdini is, is in that is in that little batch, anyway... I'm trying! Get in there, <laughs> get in there, user error, no, bugs, uh, anyway, guys, we love you, have a happy, have a safe New Year... Man, it's been an amazing 2015 for Pyro and I'm so proud of all you guys and thanking, thanking you for all the hard work I mean, you guys know that listen to us It's, it's ridiculous what we put into Pyromaniac on a, on a day-to-day on a week-to-week, on a month-to-month on a year-to-year basis and we're doing it and all the feedback we're getting about championships and we just, we love it But it's daunting. Sometimes you want to go and live your life and you can't because we've got this awesome product and we're trying to build this awesome fantasy brand. We've said it for years. Pyromaniac.com is the only fantasy football brand that matters. And uh, we're just going to keep growing this and keep bringing it to the next level. We absolutely, undeniably love you guys. Much love. Happy New Year. Here's to a, a great 2016 in life, in love, in family, and obviously in fantasy football. Big time. Amen.
1: Happy holidays. Out. Out.